Carolina Strips in Tampa. Bring the ship up to broadcast that. We're going in. Passing you into FM. The hideout. The hideout. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up. An eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward, with arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and a very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody! What's new? Oh, what are you doing? Uh, what's new, J-Dubs? Welcome into The Hideout, Saturday night on WJFK Means The Hideout. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs. We are live with you. There's not going to be anything to watch on television or to do tonight, mm-hmm. so you want to stay next to your radio and call. 800-636-1067 is how you reach us over the phone. If you're on the internet, those internets... Hideout Radio is the AOL instant messenger name. Hideoutheretics.net is the fan site. That's right. Hideoutheretics.net. Uh, All right, my friend. How are you? Not bad. And if you do end up finding something to watch on TV, just you uh, want it down. In fact, I say you grab your television and just throw it out of the, uh, the house now. Because it's going to be down. useless to you. Tonight and also Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, how you feeling? I'm feeling terrific. How about you? I feel good. I slept uh, for at least two and a half hours before the show and did nothing to prepare for it. <laughs> but I am feeling great. I am going to bring it to the mic. So uh, I'm, I'm excited to talk uh, talk to all you guys uh, coming up this evening. Dubs, I know I actually uh, dodged a bullet today. I was mm-hmm. supposed to go back out to a Renaissance festival. And uh, instead, I just dropped my girlfriend off and said, here's $20, go have fun. Um, so you're like a four-year-old. Yeah. And if you need to get into the car of a stranger to get a ride home, fine. Because I can't pick you up. I'll be on the radio. Uh, what do you got planned for this weekend? Though? Anything big? Uh, nothing big yet. I'm not sure. I might try to go uh, over to a chick's place and get laid for the first time in a while. That'd be nice. Like seven, eight months it's been almost? Not seven or eight months. Uh, it like was? six and a half. <laughs> oh, sorry. My <laughs> apologies. Yeah, Dubs had a bit of a dry spell. Mm-hmm. But um, looks like things are turning around. So, hey, uh, by the way, if you, Hideout Radio is the instant messenger. That's Hideout Radio. You were telling me something about you. You just got a new truck, right? Yeah. And you're going to get a car now? Um, well, yeah, do you want me to get into that right now? Yeah, if you don't mind, I'm trying to figure out what it was you were talking about. Well, I'm going to get a project car. Okay. Do you know what that means? Usually when you get a project car, it's like you 
you find an old beater and you put some money into it. You know, you're truly trying to spice it up and spruce it up. Kind of. But my definition of a project car is a fat chick. A fat <laughs> chick that I'm going to um, try to cha- uh, train and uh, trim down, kind of work the body up a little bit, make it shine before I'd make it street legal. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, uh, I'm going to go find a project car, which is a fat chick with a cute face, a lot of potential, and then I am going to try to work on the body, get it all uh, nice, shiny, and new, and then I'll have something I can be proud of. But, yeah, for a while, I'll be riding around in a beater. I'll be be getting some weird looks from everybody. But, oh, once once I get all the work put into it, we're talking business. Okay, so your plan then is to find. Um, are you are you looking for ugly or chubby no, no, or no, chubby? It has to have a good face because I don't have the money for that kind of beater. I don't have the money to put together a BMW, which uh, you know has uh, a completely distorted frame and everything. I have enough money to put my blood and sweat into it, which is enough for a fat chick. Sweat equity. Uh, but, um, yeah, I don't have the money for the ugly face. Okay. I need a girl with a cute face. The body can be horrific. I don't care. I know I can turn it around. I'm, I'm confident in that. What has made you stoop to this level? It's not stooping to a level. I'm just being frugal. Fat chicks cost more because they like to eat. No, this is the whole thing. I'm not going to let them. <laughs> Because my goal is to get him to be skinny. Uh, I'm going to make it run economy for a while. Right, of course. So, what made you think about this? Like, what was it that happened in your in your twisted I head? I, I, I was just looking around online and everything. And I'm like, God. Because you're trying a, to meet chicks online. There's a lot of fat chicks with nice faces on here. <laughs> whole lot of fat chicks with nice faces. Right. So, what I'm going to have to do... I'm going to have to whip one of them into shape. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to actually, you know, get my hands dirty and uh, get me a project car, as I like to call it. I, I, and here's something serious I want to throw out to everybody. Is there anybody out there who's gotten these project cars before, and how long does it take? And did it work out for you, or did, was it just heartache? All right, a guy that used to be on the show with us, Spoon. A very old school hideout, and we were overnights on Saturday nights from midnight to three. Uh, Edger, some of you might know mm-hmm. him as. He used to do this thing where he he had a girl, and he wouldn't let her eat in certain things, and he would tell her almost like a K-Fed kind but, of situation. But she was already in good shape and everything. He was just being an ass, right? <laughs> okay, so you are. I'm not doing it to be mean. I'm doing it so I can walk with her places in public. But not at first. No, first, you're walking well, around the have, block. I have to kind of, you know, show my face around with her a little bit for good faith. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be throwing her out into the car show yet. You know, I'll drive her down to the uh, to the grocery store. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. I do kind of wish there was a a Carfax for chicks. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. History report. Yeah, well, you, since you're using this whole car analogy, 
where you can get a history report and you can look over. Because I'll be honest with you, I don't like mine used. I like them new. Oh, I need them used. I need them. I, you know, I like I like a girl who the first buyer. You know, early on in the car's age, someone tinkered underneath the hood. That's why I like out of my cars. See, I like to break mine in. You know, I don't want to use. Listen, see, the, when it comes to women, I don't want. I do not want someone else's baseball mitt. I want mine brand new that I can oil up and break into myself to oh, yeah, fit my I don't own know hand. You're talking mitts. Uh, I don't like that. But um, cars have a depreciating value, so if you get it used, you know what you're getting. It's not going to fall apart on you, and then you're going to be out tons and tons of money. Yeah, but at first you're putting up with tons and tons of lard, and I don't know if that's any good. I'm. I think I may be going out with an El Camino tonight. <laughs> Body is in rough shape. An El Camino. Yeah. She Latin. Yeah. Body in rough shape, but the grill's nice. The grill looks good. Nice headlights. Where'd you? And you found this one online. Yeah. Does she know about your? Um... No. Huh. No, you gotta talk nice to the car when you're fixing it up. You gotta. This is my baby. <laughs> uh, it's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs 106.7 WJFK Project car Project car Fat chick that you're turning around uh, Do you have plans for this? Like what are you planning on doing? Because I'm sure getting a date with a fat girl isn't going to be hard No, it's not difficult at all I've got plenty uh, lined up Do you really? I've got a few actually already lined up And I'm going yeah, to test drive Do See how they you, handle You have to <laughs> You have to turn this into a reality show. Well, that's what yardstickofdeath.com is for. Oh, yeah. Have you updated that lately? Uh, I have not updated it for the week yet, but mm -hmm. I will. Tomorrow? Yeah. After your date with your El Camino tonight? Yep. I don't know if I'm going out to El Camino tonight or You not. should. Now you have to. I'm Can not... I follow you with a camera? No. Wide lens? Panoramic? Right. <laughs> See, I don't... I... What's interesting about you is I don't know why you would want to go to that. I would rather take the time to find a chick. Like, listen, if you it, the the new cars, like I said, just someone else put all that work into them, and now they expect more out of it. When you take a uh, project car and make it beautiful, <laughs> they appreciate it. They drive a little more smooth for you. You know what I mean? Bumps in the road. The engine doesn't rattle as much. I will say this about my chick. I guess she was big at one time. Mm -hmm. I didn't know her when she was. And she's she's skinny now and she's hot. But she kinda it's one of that once you're fat, you're always fat and you exactly. always you always see the fat girl or the fat boy in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And so the self esteem issues are probably still there. Mm -hmm. So you're able to get away with things normally. So I kind of understand what you're saying when you're talking about a project car. But the only problem is that you have to put in all of that initial, like we said, sweat equity. Are you going to keep her out on the front lawn, up on uh, cinder <laughs> blocks? blocks? No, in the backyard, because the the, the neighbors, neighbors don't right yeah, the neighbors don't need to see that uh, that eyesore. Right. Backyard, you know, I'll come out, work on it in the enclosure of my own. Let's go to facilities. Let's go to Bernard on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Bernard. 
Yeah, Doug, when you buy a beater and you mm-hmm. fix it up, it doesn't realize that it's too good for you and then drive away. Exactly. Right, but but when you get a fat chick that's pretty, when she loses weight, she's going to realize she can do better than you. That's true, man. I've heard that happening before. I would be pissed. I would be pissed if yeah, if I if I spent all the time fixing up this El Camino and and some some uh, savage comes in and swoops it away and just steals it right from up from under me. Exactly. Because because at that point at that point, like if I got a chick that wasn't um, that I didn't put all this time into or a car I didn't put all this time into, and someone came and stole, I'd be like, yeah, I got insurance. But I put all this time into this beater. <laughs> Thanks. Bernard, you got anything else, man? I think he had a bad phone line he cut out. Let's go to John on line two. John, you're in the hideout on WJFK. Dubs in his project car. <laughs> the fat girls he's looking to turn, whip into shape. What's, what's going on, John? What's up, man? What you got? Dude, my wife was a project car. I <laughs> took her from a size 18, 190 pounds, down, down to a size 7, 110 pounds. Nice. And totally it, it, worth it. Totally worth uh, it. How'd you do it, dude? You just got to get a gym membership with him. <laughs> yeah, you got to say, you know what? This is for both of us. Exactly. That's exactly uh, right, dude. Now, now, is she now can Dump that, John. Thank you. Uh, thank you for the phone call, John. <laughs> Sorry, guys. That's all right. 800-636-1067. Yeah, I had to dump that. I think he was going to say she was a Mustang, though. Yeah. Hey, man, good for you. I'll tell you what. The muscles on a fat chick after they lose weight, unbelievable. How do you know this? I've I've been with fat chicks before, and I can imagine after you get cut through the uh, the lard, it's just nothing but a muscle-bound freak underneath there. I would yeah, I would be so upset if some dude just yeah, came along. Stole but here's it. the problem. When you're out at the junkyard mm-hmm. trying to find your project car. Cause I call it junkyard Craigslist. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> or MySpace. Uh, when you're out there and you're looking for your junk car, you mm-hmm. got to know. You got to make sure you really pick the right one. Because that's why I got That's a, few, a long-term investment, man. That's why I got a few people I'm going to, or a few project cars I'm going to test drive. What are their ages usually? Because let me tell you this about... Between 23 and 27. Too old. You want to pick a project car that's probably around 20, 21, because they lose weight faster. Really? Yeah. Okay. I'll go a little bit younger. The older they get, the tougher it is for the weight to come off. Yeah, you're right. Uh, The the long-term rust damage. I mean, you can only bondo so much. Well, I'm proud of you. It seems like you've really gotten your act together. Yeah, I've grown up. Alright, here's what's funny about dubs, really quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you that may not know, and some of you do, some of you don't, but we are actually, uh, we do this show from our Tampa hideout. And one of the things that's going on in Tampa is that teachers are sleeping with students at an insane rate. Teachers aren't sleeping with dubs. Yeah. <laughs> and you have to go to the point where you're now looking to hog it. <laughs> not forever. It's an investment, my friend. And all you got to do is re-enroll into the 11th grade, and you'll probably be able to get some ass. Let me share this story. Let me share this story really quickly. So it was a teacher, middle school teacher, Mm. and a uh, 14-year-old student, all right? 
Well, the, the teacher, I guess it's her first day at school or something along those lines. She's in a wheelchair because she has a broken foot. Well, the 14-year-old kid is assigned to wheel her around the middle school. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. You've actually heard of that happen before, whatever. So he pushes the wheelchair into an elevator, and she tells him, you seem kind of shy. <laughs> so that afternoon... This is a porn scenario. Yeah, that afternoon, 14-year-old boy is at her apartment banging her. And it continued to happen uh, over the course of like six months. Was this the new one this week? Uh, no, this was the very original okay. one that kind of kicked it all off a couple of one. weeks ago. Yeah, she's hot, too. If you look it up, Stephanie Ragusa is the teacher's name, 28 years old. Got some crazy eyes for you. Yeah, she's a nut. And I guess the uh, the principal there warned her about this one kid pushing around all the time, saying, hey, yeah, it's looking kind of bad. Why don't you pick other kids to push you around and everything? Don't get so close with one student. Like the dude, the uh, yeah, the teacher picked up the fourteen-year-old kid from his house, and they had sex in the back of her Lexus SUV. And then what's all- the teacher driving a Lexus SUV for? And then the last night of uh, the last time they had sex, Damn unions. Uh, it was the night of the boys' eighth-grade dance. Do you remember what the eighth-grade dance was like, and how there was no way for you to be getting pooned? No. And yet here this dude is with a teacher i went into the uh, bathroom and cried because karen menard wouldn't dance with me <laughs> well, that was my eighth grade dance all right stamp says dubs if you're gonna get this project car yeah make sure you get collision insurance <laughs> and the extended warranty no that's the great thing about a project car if it if you know you get into an accident and everything happens before you fix it up then you know oh well there's more project cars out there. But after you get it fixed up, you get that insurance. By the way, Dubs, for those of you just not tuning in, Dubs is when he mentions project car, he's talking about a a a fat woman with a pretty face that he's gonna put some sweat equity into and get mm-hmm. her to sweating so yeah. that she loses weight and turns into a hot chick. Even though we're in a town where t- hot teachers are banging middle schoolers, yet you have to go around trolling for Project cars. Yeah. You tard. Hey, uh, somebody just sent me this on the uh, hideout Instagram. Well, messenger. I would go for the teachers, but I'm not allowed 500 feet within the school, so. Damn Stupid. laws. Yeah. I just got this on the AOL Instant Messenger. Here's a project car for dubs. Hmm. Model Chloe. Apparently, this is Chloe Marshall... She's from England. She's vying to be Miss England. <laughs> I did see the story. And she's she's 16, which, I don't know, depending on what state okay. you're in, could work. Mm-hmm. But she's 160 pounds. She's a size 16. She's 16 and she's a size 16? Wow, this girl's humongous. And she's going to be Miss England? By the time she was the age of 13... Miss England or Miss Cardiac? By the time she was the age of 13, she already has C-cup. Holy cow, she's 5'10". Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Cotton pa- uh, Panties. Granny Panties. Miss Smegma. All right. <laughs> wow, she's disgusting. Miss Fatback. <laughs> Instead of Miss England. 
This is the kind of girl that I guess you're looking for. This is this would be that project car. You want her a couple years older, obviously. And maybe maybe tack on a few more pounds with her. Um, I found one chick, very hot face, but I'm not kidding you. Three bills, <laughs> three bills, and that might be a little bit too. That might be a tall order. I want to keep it under two hundred. It's not a project car. It's a project tractor trailer, man. It's a semi. It's uh, a Mack truck. <laughs> isn't she on strike because of diesel prices? <laughs> three bills? Yeah, three bills. I hope that she's eight feet tall. I don't know. I'm not thinking over 5'10". <laughs> I got to see this stuff, man. I'll, I'll uh, find some pictures for you. All right, they say go to the superficial.com mm-hmm. for the photos of that uh, potential Miss England. Size 16. You never seem like the kind of do- guy, Dubs, that would that would go this route. Are you really that desperate at this point, or are you just looking for some fun? Because here's the thing. You hate commitment. Uh-huh. You so hate commitment, and the whole thing about getting a project car is committing to it. Actually, no, it's not. If everything works out, great. But I can leave a project car. I can, I can leave that thing on blocks down... Uh, down by the Potomac. I don't care. <laughs> no one's going to know it's mine. Oh, boy. And someone else can come pick it up. Uh, You're acting like I've never gone fat before. Yeah, I know. I've done I've done some horrific stuff in my day. Oh, man. Did you see that? I got treats from a chick with a bowl cut. <laughs> <laughs> don't think I'm above project cars. <laughs> Chick that had a bowl cut? Yes. In a prod room in Michigan. <laughs> a bowl cut. Yes, it was it was disgusting. Ugh. It was like Dennis the Menace just servicing. Hey, I'm on this the superficial.com right now. Mm-hmm. Look at this dude that Hulk Hogan's dating now. Look at this chin. I thought Zach Don't be racist. I said chin. I know. No, that's not what I meant. <laughs> I don't know Zach Thomas got traded to the Cowboys. Look at that, dude. I know. Would that be a project, or is she too in shape? Oh, she's in shape. That's the thing. I can't have an ugly chick. I need just a fat chick, a cute chick, but she's fat. Right, 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 right. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. I want to start the show at some point. I don't know when. Probably not next break, though. I don't know. Do you want to get into the Jesse Ventura saying 9-11 was a setup? I'm kind of intrigued by this. Yeah, we can do that. We interviewed those loose change 9-11 dudes when we did the show in uh, Orlando. Full of it. And uh, you're hearing, you're just hearing more and more of this. Kind of liberal Hollywood. All right, let's take a break. I don't think Jesse Ventura is liberal, though. Wasn't he an independent? Yeah, but come on. All right, let's take a break, come back. He was in the libertarian. <laughs> Close enough? Yeah. All right, we'll take a break, come back. I don't know if you heard this yet. And then also, too, I want to congratulate D.C. because you guys stepped up to the plate for me. I said to boo President Bush at the opening day of the Nationals, and you stepped up and you did it. And, yes, I'm taking credit for that. We'll take a break, come back. We'll start the show, maybe. It's a hideout. Hef Fan Dubs, 106.7 WJFK. Hideout with El Jefe and... Hideout, yeah!
The Hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Just two men sharing the night. It might seem wrong, but it's just right. It's just two men sharing each other. It's just two men like loving brothers. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other is screaming, a passionate shout. It's the night, man. The feeling's so wrong and right, man. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Fan Dubs, Saturday night, 106.7 WJFK. 800-636-1067 is how you get a hold of us on the phone, on the internet. If you're logged on to your AOL Instant Messenger, hit up Hideout Radio. El Jefe is controlling that. And uh, hideoutheretics.net is the web board where you can go hang out with like-minded people. And if you want to uh, get really into it, fullblownaids.com. There's another one over there. Um, I believe XM Radio Gold has one for us. Oof. Third tier board. Third tier board. They're all out there, Dubs. Yeah. They all love the hideout. So should you. Everyone's doing it. You big conspiracy theorists? Um, I enjoy reading them. I don't believe them, usually. See, I hate the term conspiracy theorist. Why? But it is. It's a conspiracy, and these are the people coming up with the different ways they could happen. And you choose to believe them or not. Yeah, I guess that's true, but you automatically get labeled a, psycho- not- a psychopath. Yeah, because yeah. usually they are nutty, and they aren't true. Statistically, most of them aren't true. Yeah, I, but I don't think it's fair for you to get labeled a psychopath. When, just because you happen to believe that we didn't really go to the moon. Because well, we didn't. <laughs> you are a psychopath. I am uh, not. Why, let me see if, let me let see me if I can you. find this. Why is it so tough for us to go back if we've been there in the 60s? In it's, the 60s. It's expensive to go back. And no, that's it's not, not. That's not the case. We had that money in the 60s. You don't think we're not just printing it up now? We could do it. We have better things to do. Like, bomb the hell out of that country over there. We have nothing more I, important than to go back to the moon. I think I saw this on Craigslist, uh, not Craigslist, but... Uh, oh, that's on, where you always are in the discussion. On Madville, uh-huh. there was a link to a question, are you a psychopath? And it was like kind of a little test. Let me go there real quick. All right, well, Dubs gets that up. I'm trying to think of what some of the other conspiracies are. Here it is. All right, what do you got? All right. Answer this question. And if you answer it correctly, it means, yes, you are a psychopath. Right, so if I get it right, then if I'm you get crazy? It right, if you get it right, that means you have the same mindset as a psychopath. In this situation... All right, everybody at home, play along. Okay. All right, whatever this question is, give answer it to your fullest. All right. This is a story about a girl. While at a funeral of her own mother, she met a guy that she did not know. This guy, uh, she thought this guy was amazing. So much so that she fell in love with him immediately. However, she never asked his name or number, and afterwards she could not find anyone who knew him or knew who he was. A few days later, that girl killed her sister. Why did she kill her sister? Okay. Let me see if I got this correct. So, 
girl is at mother's funeral. Her own mother's funeral. Sees a dude that she thinks is really hot and into. And talks to him and finds him to be just amazing. Then... But she doesn't get any info from him. And then no one even knows who he was. So she can't track him down. And then two days later, she kills her own sister. Mm -hmm. I think it's obvious that the sister set the whole thing up to make this the girl go crazy. You are not a psychopath. Thank God. Whew. What's the real answer? Sideshow? Is sideshow there? No, it's, uh, it's not sideshow tonight. Okay, I was going to see if he... Well, what's the answer? Well, his answer, I mean, the, the answer that makes you a psychopath is that she killed her sister, so hopefully that this guy would come back for that funeral, and so she can get all the information. Why is that psychopathic as opposed to just smart? That's a... Li listen... So many times we throw these labels on people like Charlie Manson, like psychopath, when really they're too brilliant. They are brilliant. That is a that is a smart thing to do. I would be that, proud of my daughter. That would be smart if she didn't have to kill her own sister to go about it. Well, listen. I mean, I can see, you know, saying, well, there's a bright side to my sister dying from a heart attack. Maybe that guy will show back up. I can see that. But actually going out and killing your own sister for that... For just a guy. Dude, do you, you know don't this, know. do you know the crazy things that I have done to try to get phone numbers and addresses of girls? Oh, me too. Killing a sister isn't out of the realm of possibility. And now that I have this information, thanks to your fantastic tutorial, I think I'm going to be better off. They didn't say it worked. I'm sure it would because he'd show up again. Although she can't be that bright because she didn't get the information to begin with. And she must be ugly because he didn't give it to her. Mm -hmm. See, this is the things I think about. But if you were a guy at at a uh, funeral, you'd say, "All right, I'm not going to get it from her now, but I'm going to I'm going to make sure I'm around that's and a, get it to her later." That's an interesting question. Are there places where you're not supposed to hit on a chick? Yeah, funerals I think would be one of them. Wrong. Um, why is that wrong? Of course, you hit on them then. Vulnerable. Not, Everyone knows this. They made they, they made movies about this. If they are not a member of the family, if they're just a oh well, then who cares? Yeah. Um, let's see. Like any other sort of a scenario in which you can't... Is a funeral the only one legitimately where you couldn't hit on someone? Candlelight vigil. Depends on what it's for. Um. Do you think that any people went to the MLK celebrations looking to get up? laid? Just looking to get laid? Just looking? I don't think so, but maybe, I think there's a couple that got phone numbers out of it. Right. Because you know, guys, I don't want to be, you know... I don't want to give away the secrets, but the best way to get a chick is to pretend to be interested in what she is. Of course. I mean, I don't know how many oh, times. Oh, I'd love to go to the rally with you. I don't know. Nah, don't shave your pits. That's disgusting. I don't know how many times I have just nodded and agreed with some babbling bitch that I don't even remember five minutes later what she was talking about. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I tune out so quickly now. Remember when you and I went down to the the March for Choice or whatever it was? Yeah, it was like some pro-choice rally on, on the mall. Yeah, it was a big march. There's a lot of people there. Yeah. And I was just like... We got our picture taken with the big vagina. Yeah. It was like a guy in a costume. It was great. Girl. Oh, was it a girl? Yeah, but it didn't look like it. Mm, of course not. Never does at those rallies. Mm -mm. That's the best way to do it, though, man. You pretend like you're, in, you're down with the cause. Mm-hmm. And the only thing you're down with is 
getting in those pants. Right. But I don't think anyone would do that for him. See, like, as an MLK rally, is that inappropriate to start hitting on someone? No, I think if you... It depends on if it's, like, one of... If it's a somber time where everybody's, like, you know, remembering the death. Yeah. But if everybody's celebrating the life of MLK, then it's the perfect time. you got to pick your moments at these rallies. That is true. And if it doesn't go well on one side, there's always another side of that rally, the protesters of the rally, (laughs) where your bit may work. So don't be afraid to jump the size of the line. You go over to where the... Man. Yeah, I was just wondering about that, though, if there's ever that appropriate or inappropriate place where you can't go to do that. You know what I mean? Because more and more, you're starting to think, hey... Yeah, I mean, because you're, you you're to, to the point where you're going to get project cars. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, are you looking anywhere? I look everywhere, but I don't approach everywhere. Actually, I've had a hard time approaching lately. Are you afraid? I don't know. Afraid? I mean, I'm not usually afraid. Afraid like, of getting shot down? I should have already. We have a restaurant right around the corner from us. Mm-hmm. There's this girl yeah. there that. She's a project car. Yeah, and she obviously is into it. But I won't approach it. Why? I've seen this girl. She's not even really all that bad. You wouldn't have to put a lot of work into no, it. No, It'd Just be some, uh, I just have to armor all it and uh, maybe blow the carbon carbon out of it. But other than that, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I just, I'm afraid of the embarrassment of not being able to go back there. If I get shot down. Whatever. Who cares? But That's her loss, not yours. But if it was like at, at a different restaurant that I don't go to all the time, I think I would be in. When did you become such a puss? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. Because I used to just go up all willy-nilly. Yeah, somewhere along the line, you lost your your spine. To the point now where you're, you want to go be with blobs. You, you're more willing to approach Project a blob cars. than a hot chick. Call him by the respectful name of Project Car. What is going to happen when you get shot down? By Project Car? Yes, because it's going to happen. No. A, a, a girl clocking in at 2.30 is going to say <laughs> no to you. And then at that point, you're really going to hit. That's going to cost you two inches on the yardstickofdeath.com. By the way, I gained an inch today and this week. Really? You had, you had that good a week? This week was good. I got to do something about that. I don't like this. I don't like where all this is going. All you and your positivity. <laughs> all right, our uh, our phone screener, Spaz, says, I wouldn't mind a guy helping me to look better as long as he isn't a jerk about it. I wouldn't be a jerk. Let's see a picture of you. No. Come on, Spaz. No, no, Send no, it no. over. Listen, they are part of the team. Sweetheart. They're part of the team. And you can't be hitting on people that are part of the team. I sure can. Well, see, who? No, obviously you can't because you won't hit on someone over at the, uh, whatchamacallit, at the bar around the corner. You're, you're going to hit on someone that's screening phone mm-hmm. calls? No, you're not. Now, I've seen a photo of her. She's cute. Really? Yeah. Let me see a picture. It doesn't matter. No, Let me take a I'm few not... years off her life. <laughs> yeah, no. Is that the way you're going to help these project cars with your own <laughs> fuel injection? Yes. And the disease that you have running through your gasoline? If you will, 800-636-1067. All right, Dubs. Well, 
I'm pulling for you, man. I really hope. I don't think you are. No, I'm not. I you're right. You're against me. You just caught me. You caught me in a lie. <laughs> I'm not going <laughs> I really, I'm not excited for you at all, and I want bad things to happen. And I can't wait to meet the fat chicks that you bring home and then play them this tape. Hey. Especially you, the one tonight. You, Hello, El Camino. Just walk in with uh, war pumping in the background, low rider. <laughs> Uh, 800-636-1067. All right, going back to the conspiracy theories, though, and the whole being a psychopath about it. Mm -hmm. So, the people that believe 9-11 was an inside job. Yeah. Are they are they psychopaths? Yes. So you're telling me that the great Jesse Ventura is a psychopath. <laughs> I'm telling you, yes, he is definitely a psychopath. He's the one who let his son have wild parties in the governor's mansion and actually moved out because... He didn't like how he couldn't have let his son drink and have friends over to drink at the governor's mansion. He didn't like how that worked out for him. Now you realize you are now talking bad about one of our nation's greatest Navy SEALs. Who's that? Jesse Ventura. He was only a Navy SEAL and predator. He was not an actual Navy SEAL. Was he? Yeah, he was. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was a Navy SEAL. That was his whole thing. I'll buy it. And by the way, too, let's he wore not, a fedora to the ring. Let us not forget he was on Hunter. And anyone was who's, he? Anyone who's on Hunter is right. When was he on Hunter? He was on Hunter between eighty-five and ninety. For one episode, or he was he a regular? He did guy. a couple. Come on, I'm telling you. All right, so he. Um, you're also talking about someone that was in the WWE, WWF at the time, Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. Jesse the Body Ventura. Yes, I'm talking about that same Jesse Ventura. But you, the guy who would just rip Gorilla Monsoon a new one every uh, every Saturday morning on wrestling. And he thinks that there is a. Uh, by the way, he had the coolest gun on Predator. Let's not forget that. And he thinks that 9/11 was an inside job. I have not heard these clips yet. Here's the first one. All right, he was on uh, Alex Jones's national radio show. Yeah. To me, it's questions that are not being answered and haven't been answered about 9-11. Oh, really? And, you know, first and foremost, I think, is the fact that, okay, in, in New York City and Manhattan, two planes struck two buildings. We'll all be in agreement on that, I think. But how is it... Actually, no, you wouldn't. There's many people who question even that. Question that they what? Were, they were actually planes. Really? Yeah. I've heard theories that they weren't actually planes. They weren't uh, because, I guess, uh, if you look at them, they don't match the size of the Boeings and everything. They were something else. I've never heard that one. Yeah, I've heard that one now. That one's only a few months old. You're in the hideout. Have fan dubs. 106.7 WJFK. This is Jesse Ventura. Talking Jesse the body. Sorry. Talking about why uh, he believes that 9-11 uh, was an inside job. The third building fell five hours later. You know, what they call World Trade Center Building Number 7. And for people that think, well, it was just a smaller building, it was 51 stories high, which, of course, in Manhattan probably isn't that big of a building. But if you were to move that building to Austin, Texas, or to Minneapolis, Minnesota, it's the it biggest. would be a huge building. It's the biggest. How could this building just implode into its own footprint five hours later? 
that's my first question. The 9-11 Commission never even brought it up. They didn't devote even one page to that in their big volume of investigation. I mean, you talk about the free fall speed of the 110-story towers at the speed of gravity. Seven falls at the speed. Oh, okay. The free fall speed. This always comes up. Right. What do you think about the free fall speed? I don't understand what it is. Is that uh, something that, related that, to your project cars? No. Because <laughs> I can imagine some fat chick that you was falling very fast. We'll see what drops faster in a vacuum, that or a feather. I, yeah, I picked the fat chick. Right. Um, but that one's the, uh, that it was a controlled explosion, that all of it was, uh, because if it wasn't, it would have uh, slowed down between each floor. Mm. It wouldn't have gone just straight down like a ton of bricks. Oh, I got you. But it was on fire forever. These these beams oh, melted for, forever, being about an hour or two. No, that not that one. That was five, six hours, maybe seven hours. Building oh, seven. Building seven. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Building seven. Yeah, it was seven hours, I believe. Why was it on fire? Because that was right next to the buildings that were hit. Yeah, but how did they catch on? I don't. I didn't remember them catching on fire, though. I mean, there's fires going through all of it. Okay, 800-636-1067. Go ahead. But that's why it felt like that. Melted beams tend to do that, and that's how they were built to do. So they don't tip over and take out other buildings. Of gravity, and it's the classic where where you see the penthouse fall, the central beam they blow out, then they blow the side beams, it collapses. The CIA, the FBI, Defense Intelligence, we're all based there. We have videos Shut of up. police saying, "Get back! They're going to blow it up." Now, firemen saying, "Get back!" The right. government's is this man cow? No, it's uh, Alex Jones. Uh, Who's Alex Jones? I don't know. Pedro says uh, he's he's one of these guys too. It's kind of a, I guess one of the larger known conspiracy theorists. Okay, um, but Jesse Ventura. Uh, apparently, according to Pedro, you can't count on his word. I mean, how can I rely on a man that chickened out against Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger and Running Man? And that's a documentary. It's true. I've seen that one. And we're getting very... Sub-Zero, now playing Zero. We're getting very close, by the way, to the Running Man being a legitimate mm -hmm. a legitimate possibility. I'd watch. Oh, you know, we're whoever came... Who, who wrote that originally? Was that a Stephen King thing or was that someone else? I believe that was Stephen King. Let's look it up, real. Talk, I can look forward to here okay. in a second, but you want to talk about a uh, a guy that really looks into the future mm -hmm. because we're Christine, so the yeah, project cars. We're so headed that way. Yeah, we'd all watch the Running Man. That's mm -hmm. what everybody's saying online. I watch the Running Man. I gotta be honest, I did too. Have you heard enough of this, or do you want to keep on going with Jesse the Buddy? I'm kind of bored with the Alex Jones guy. I want to hear. I move the next clip, then. Yeah, what do you got the next clip about? Planes hit the building. Okay, uh, jet fuel is four fifths kerosene, which is not a hot burning fuel. Then why is and it they so want expensive? us to believe that it melted these steel structured girders and caused these buildings to pancake collapse to the ground. I was on the site within two weeks after it happened, and I oh, saw and none know. of these pancakes. Wouldn't they all be piled up in a huge mass on the ground? And yet everything was blown into dust. I showed up two weeks to uh, to Woodstock, and I know it was a great concert because I was there two weeks later, and I got to see everything. All right, I saw some flyers on the ground, so I know what happened there. All right, more than this, though, let me ask you: bag. Why do you? Why is it that you think people do not believe, or do not? There's still a segment of society. Why is it? Do you think that they believe it's an inside job? I don't know. 
I don't know why it's so hard to believe that two planes flew into a building and that's what brought them down. Right, right, right. Because if you were, if it was a controlled explosion, don't you think these these people that were working at the World Trade Centers would have said, "Huh, I wonder why they're drilling into the side of the World Trade Center for weeks and weeks and weeks and packing C four in?" Right, right. That's the only thing that I wonder is why why people why they continue to question like what is it is there is it because they're the kind of people that just have this yes. inerrant dis this yeah, yeah, distrust they, of government or what did it what is it yeah I think they just don't trust the government which I can understand I can understand not trusting the government but not trusting your own eyes that's amazing to me yeah that is true um, when you see I mean when you when you watch this stuff play out over and over. Yeah, all right, I can understand that. But sometimes the, your eyes, they lie to you. I mean, you see a girl on MySpace, you think it's going to be hot, and it's going to be a project car, and then you meet her, and it turns out she's skinny. Then all of a sudden, you're disappointed. Yeah, now you don't have any work to do. Right. It's 800-636-1067. and Dubs in the hideout. You want to hear another one of these? Let's talk to Mike first. Right. Mike, on line one, you're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, man? Yo, uh... Philip K. Dick wrote uh, wrote The Running Man, the, the book The Running Man's based on. He wrote Blade Runner, Minority Report, and Total Recall. FYI. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Uh, give that man a prize. Hold on, my man. You're a winner. Thank you. Sure. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I thought that, uh... Yeah, I thought that was a Stephen King thing. Nah. <laughs> All right, put him on hold. Thank you. Yeah, thanks for I don't for need to hear his Nas. Yeah, that's all right. I don't need you talking up how stupid I am and reminding me. Put him on hold. <laughs> He's still there. Uh, oh, wait a second. Richard Bachman. They said Stephen King. It is Stephen King. All right. He does not get a prize. I guess Richard Bachman is one of Stephen King's... Is, uh, what was it rewritten by It's him? his pseudonym. What the hell? So he goes by other names? That's stupid. Who would use Who would use something other than their real name? I don't know, Drew. Tefe and Dubs here in the Hideout 106.7 WJFK. Yeah, Richard Bachman is a pseudonym for used by horror fiction author Stephen King. Hang up on that clown. He does not get a prize. All right, remember how I was talking about the speed of uh, gravity? Why are you talking about it? What do you know about it? Well, Jesse Ventura seems to know about it. Here's this. How could those buildings fall at the speed of gravity? You know, if you put a stopwatch on them, both of those World Trade Center buildings were on the ground in 10 seconds. How can that be? If you took a billiard ball and dropped it from the height of the World Trade Center in a vacuum, it would hit the ground in 9.3 seconds. And, and if you took that same billiard ball and dropped it 10 stories at a time and merely stopped it and started it, it would take 30 seconds if you dropped at every floor of the World Trade Center to the ground, simply stopping and starting it on gravity, it would take over 100 seconds to reach the ground. Because that's how it was built. If it started and stopped every floor, you know what would happen? It would tip. These things were built to fall straight. I like, when did you get your engineering degree, Dubs? I really like the fact that you know all no, this stuff I, now. I, did they teach you this at Specs Howard School of Broadcasting? I learned it from listening to the people who know, not these crazy websites. Right. Do you think that because of stuff I like listen, this? I listen to scientists. Because of stuff like this, should we shut down the Internet? Is it time to now officially shut it down because this gives these people no. a voice? No, they, they, they just hang themselves by spouting this off. Right. Let's go to Nick on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up? 
Hello, Nick. Hey, what's happening, guys? What you got, dude? Hey, I just want to say, man, uh, the reason that Stephen King wrote the, the books under the name Richard Bachman is he wanted to see how well he could sell a book if people didn't know it was from him. Oh, wow. That's very cool. You get a prize then. Thank right, you. Hold on, my man. Stay there. Love it. I think. See, that's what I'm actually trying to do, too. With uh, my other show, Dro Silva, I want to get this. Try to do a show well, without the stink of the Hefe name on it. it. I do agree. It would be a good idea for you if the show was good. Stop it. People <laughs> love it. I'm the next Glenn Beck. Clear Channel's already Ugh. starting to take notice. That's supposed to be impressive. And they took notice to the hideout before. <laughs> so we will all agree then that Jesse Ventura is correct. No. We'll take a break and we'll come back. That he got it. He was right. He figured it all out. Obviously, he used science. He used logic. He asked questions. He used Google. That's what he used. Nothing else than Google. Google. It's a hideout. Hefe Dubs, 106.7. WJFK. You're in the hideout. Yeah. A terribly sad indictment of our society. You're in the hideout. An appeal to the sodomist. The hideout with El Hefe and J. Dubs. With its overtones of bestiality. The Fan Dubs 106.7 WJFK. What's new? What's new? What are you doing? We'll be starting the show in about 30 minutes. 800-636-1067. Uh, Longest pre-show in radio. Uh, bro says, hey, didn't you guys have a guy on when you were in Real radio, uh, on Real Radio in Orlando talking about 9-11? And... I thought you were agreeing with most of what he said, Hefe, that it didn't all add up. Um, yeah, we had the guy on from Loose Change 9-11, that whole documentary, quote-unquote, that mm. uh, Jesse the Body saw and went on the show talking about. Yeah, we had him on the show, talked to him. I watched it. You know, I'm one of those I watched parts of it. <clears throat> I watched it, and I think the biggest reason people look at this, look at these theories, and they come up with these theories, is that there are just answers that they're not, that are not, or questions that aren't completely answered. Like, sometimes stuff doesn't completely add up. And so they go to the expl uh, the complete extreme? Yeah, yeah, that happens all the time, where people feel like, well, if you're not telling me the whole story, then you must be lying. Grow you know up. what I mean? You know, that's that's just the way it is. Now, do, someone, do, does everybody really want to know everything going on with our government? They don't want any secrets with the government? There has to be secrets. <clears throat> uh, someone called up, didn't want to go on the air, and said that the part of the Pentagon that was hit was the finance center and that there was $2.3 trillion that disappeared. So they didn't, they didn't want to go on the air. I mean, I guess, or it's no longer accounted for. You would assume I, it burned. But uh, I, And I've heard people say that that wasn't a plane that hit that. It was a missile right. or something. But then, I mean, and we talked about this before when we were on in D.C. Right. And we had people call up that were on the bridge, and they I saw, saw the plane. Yeah, So, it. I mean, I know there's not a whole lot of video footage of that, but there's plenty of people. I mean, shooting a missile right there. Right. I mean, that, 
and most of the country doesn't know how busy of a traffic area that is and how hard that would be to do. So I, I decided to look up conspiracy theories, and I found the ten wackiest, according to twospare.com. Mm -hmm. I, dude, I had never seen number ten. What's number ten? Kentucky Fried Chicken makes black men impotent. That backfired. Stop it. What? Seriously, if that was true, that didn't work at all. White people failed on that one. Claiming that it's owned by the KKK and that it is laced with a drug that makes only black men impotent. Ironically, the franchise is actually owned by an African-American. never have always been owned by African-American, though, right? I, I don't know. Colonel I Sanders. never, ever heard that. Me neither. Yeah, that's the first time I've ever heard that. Didn't you have another one that you had found, too? That was um, I found a few from the black community. One, of course, is crack being run into black communities. Um, another one. Well, AIDS, that one's true. We know about that. AIDS was a man-made disease to get rid of blacks and homosexuals. I've heard of that one as well, and I believe it. Let's see. Um, I, oh, no. and uh, this one's off of uh, Wired.com, WiredMagazine.com. Uh, and it says churches fried chicken <laughs> sterilizes black men. So I guess they just got that market cornered. Right. All right, number nine on here was that Nazis had a moon base. <laughs> I've never heard of that one. That they made contact with half a dozen alien races, including reptilians, which I believe Joe Radio will be discussing. Mm -hmm. Number eight, the U.S. military caused the 2004 Indian Ocean Tsunami. And that's actually according to an Arab news service. Caused with electromagnetic pulse energy. Lost. That's what it is. It's lost. Yeah. Ben did it. Someone didn't punch the code in. Uh, Microsoft sends messages on Wingding's font. Oh, yeah. Um, I guess I got it. And Wingdings, you know what Wingdings is, right? Mm -hmm. the, the, uh, the symbols on the keypad, if you switch it to Wingdings, there's something that it spells like something anti-Semitic or something. Like there's uh, kill the Jews and all that kind of stuff. Right. At, I guess NYC yes. equals like skull and crossbones, the Jewish star, and then a thumbs up. Yeah. I never... This is... I. These, um, those two, I've those last three, those four, I'd never even heard of. But I thought one? I'd heard of a lot of them. Paul is dead. Maybe you're amazed, but in 1969, major news outlets reported the rumors of the cute beetle death replacement with a lookalike. True believers pointed to a series of clues buried in the Fab Four songs and album covers. Even the skeptics, McCartney's solo career it lent credibility to the theory because he sucked solo. And they said it was just some guy standing in that looked like Paul McCartney. Yeah, not only that, too, but the whole thing with Heather Mills. Here's another one. You can't be that brilliant if you're giving away that much money to a chick. Yeah, if you didn't earn it, though, because he's not real. Hmm. Uh, the Scientologists run Hollywood. And it's tough for me to not believe that one. <laughs> the Jews run Hollywood and Wall Street. That one is completely false. Nope, I asked Cameron. <laughs> Cameron Grant Allen line one. He said, yes, it's true. Um, Princess Diana was murdered. Yeah, that, I think everyone knows that. Actually, I've never really heard that. 
All right, I'm getting this. It's Church's Fried Chicken. That's the conspiracy, not KFC. But according to Dubs found that one, but the site that I have, mm -hmm. we're talking conspiracy theories here in the hideout. 800-636-1067. Um, the, the explanation behind the Church's one, uh, social, sociologists call the decades-old urban legend a cultural echo of a very real syphilis study carried out by blacks in Tuskegee. Yeah. Um, and another version of the KFC is the culprit, secretly run by the KKK. There's less controversy uh, over whether the biscuit clogs your arteries. <laughs> All right, the truth is out. There's number six on this one, on Area 51. They say <clears throat> that there is a storage examination and reverse engineering of the crashed alien spacecraft at Roswell. Mm -hmm. Meetings or joint undertakings with extraterrestrials. And uh, furthermore, barcodes apparently are really intended to control people. Ooh, I, hey, I just found this audio of uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage supporting the Princess Diana murdering. Very happy about that. That reputable source coming out. Just like uh, Jesse the Body Ventura came out for the 9-11 one. The oh, this one just in. The Blue Blazers coming in to... To tell everybody AIDS was a man-made disease. Everybody listen. If Jesse the body's right, the blue blazer's also right. The ultimate warrior's agreeing with me. Apollo 11, the moon landings, faked by NASA on a soundstage. Uh-oh, King Kong Bundy's telling everybody the Jews run Hollywood. Actually, I think that might be true. 800-636-1067. Oh, man. <clears throat> um... It is very funny to see. All right, here's the here's the top conspiracy theory. And Joe Ardinger may be on to something. Dinosauried like alien reptiles are dominating the world. Princess of Wales claims Diana told her the royal family were reptilian aliens and that they could shape shift. <laughs> Dude, this all sounds like it could be real, Shut man. up. It's not real unless Crush comes out in support of it. If the wrestler Crush comes out and supports it, I'm going to start believing it. Let's go to uh, Mike on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. This is the guy that messed up the guy that wrote, wrote The Running Man. Oh, okay. No problem. Uh, flu shots. Google flu shots. Conspiracy. Hello? What do, you uh, what, what do you think? Or what is it about flu shots? Do you think? That's a. It's a. It's like a. It's a national uh, experiment. You know. Huh. All right. Thank you for the phone call, Dubs. Um, are you getting any sort of confirmation on flu shots? Flu shots? Yes, actually. Let me see if the audio's up yet because it's just coming across the uh, transom here that uh, Mr. Perfect is saying flu shots. Flu shots are a big conspiracy. Now, this is an actual story. Okay. Um, People are starting to lend credence to the whole uh, uh, autism and uh, the vaccinations. And the vaccinations? Yeah. Let me see if I can find that story real quick. 800-636-1067. And it must be true because the junkyard dog has come out and supported it. Uh, here it is. Let's get the highlights from it. Uh, vaccine autism question divides parents and scientists. 
Many parents believe the vaccines caused or played a key role in their child's autism. Mm -hmm. A number of prestigious medical institutions say there's no link. Uh, other doctors, researchers say link possible. Some kids extra sensitive to triggers. You know who else agrees with this and actually starting to link, like say this is something that's mm -hmm. real, it's happening? Kamala. Kamala the Ugandan has, giant? Kamala has come out and said that there is a link between autism and vaccinations. But here's the problem. Of course, it's all going back to Jesse the Body Ventura saying 9-11 was actually an inside job. But here's the problem with Kamala. Kimchi is saying no. His, uh, his handler is saying no, this isn't true, and don't listen to Kamala. So there's a rift going on in that system. Mm. But hopefully, we can get Paul Bearer and The Undertaker on our side, and we can get something done about this. 4,900 damage claims combined in one case to be heard before the vaccine court. All right. Uh, Pedro says he has the audio of Jimmy Superfly Snuka just saying, poof, poof, convinced that there was a man on the grassy knoll that killed JFK. <laughs> oh, this too, uh, from the Wild Hawk. Owen Hart agrees with Jesse Ventura's gravity theory. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Dubs, let's go to James on line one. He has an answer for a question that we threw out there and I have forgotten. Go ahead, James. Oh, yeah. Well, no, I, I agree with Mr. Perfect, um, the guy that just came in and just was talking on the phone. Yeah. Um, I, I completely agree. And Jesse Body Ventura, actually, I think the quote was he thinks that 9-11 is an inside joke because he understands that politically things are just going <laughs> completely awry. Gotcha. But, um, can, can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Oh, okay, good, good. Um, but, I mean, the, the vaccines, I mean, I think the, the, the mercury that's in them, I mean, it's causing autism, it's causing other things, it's causing, like, people to actually somewhat regenerate, not not really, but somewhat like cyborgs. Tails? I mean, we're getting to be more robotic every day. Cyborgs? I'm not kidding you. You, you think it's going to be something that is very short-lived, but, I mean, it's going to keep going. I mean, the government's been doing it for years. Well, I thank you for the phone call, dude. I think I, you may be on to something because Jake the Snake Roberts just agreed with you. So... I'm getting word that Tatanka believes Jimmy Hoffa's living in Des Moines, Iowa. <laughs> yeah, but the berserker says no way. When it goes to the autism thing at my PR gig, uh, the one of the very last things that I wrote, wrote it yesterday, was on a book called The, the Boy in the Window. Mm -hmm. And it's about this mom, about uh, September 9th, 1979. She says that's the day that her world changed because she had a perfectly normal 19-month-old boy, took it in for the DPT vaccination, and then it was all downhill from there. And the kid's autistic and this whole thing. She says now, though, he has, like, ESP and telepathy. And he's this math and computer whiz, but, like, he can't even wipe himself. But this uh, whole autistic thing, like, we talked about it last week, and I don't know why I'm beginning to be so... Desmond? Yeah. He's... he's like, I'm fascinated with the whole thing now. There's no way that I'm going to have my kid get a vaccination. I don't even know if I'm going to let my puppy get the rest of his. I believe in this whole conspiracy when it comes to autism and the vaccinations, now, dude. I never got my boosters growing up. Really? Yeah. They didn't do it on the farm where you were from? I just, My mom never took me back for them. I got my original ones, but I never got the booster shots. Yeah. So, I believe it, man. I think this is all part of... Rep you know, here's what I'm thinking, too. And look, let me ask you if this is crazy, if this is a crazy conspiracy theory. Although it's not by the, you know, it's not like it's the government doing mm -hmm. it, but it is a thought. 
uh, that maybe it's Mother Nature kind of evening things out. And you may be right. Duke the Dumpster Drossy just came out and said the same stuff, but go ahead. Do you think something like autism Mm -hmm. is Mother Nature's way of balancing out the population? Now, hear me out. I think homosexuality is way of. I'm not kidding. No, I'm not. I can I think see people, that. I think people are are born gay, and I think that's a way of motivation saying you guys are populating way too quick. Yeah. So the whole thing is people now, through the miracle of science, are mm-hmm. living longer. Children that really should not have lived are continuing to have have been saved by medical science. All right. So, in a way of almost trying to balance things out. Mother Nature is creating these autistic kids who won't be able to procreate. So here they are, you know, and they're alive, but it, the buck stops with them, if you know what I mean. Do you think, like, because I, I, I do believe that Mother Nature, in a way, is always trying to, way, trying to find a way to balance everything out. So, it could be true. But I'm reserving judgment until the Red Rooster comes down and supports it as well. Well, I just got word that he believes this bit's almost over. Yes. <laughs> 800-636-1067. Now, I don't think that's a conspiracy theory, but that's just a different way of looking at stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We talked about that before. We thought homosexuality was a yeah. was Mother Nature's way of just kind of population control. Not that there's anything bad with it. No. I'm behind you. Well, not literally. Mm. Right. Gotcha. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I think, I think it's definitely... A, possibility why not you know it's funny too because i always respect there was a story earlier this week i think where a mom her kid was sick and so instead of taking it to the hospital she just prayed yeah and uh that that caused a big i think they were thinking about neglect charges for i know i hate that if you if this is going to be a country that rallies around religion you gotta respect it if a mom wants to go and just pray to save her kid and it doesn't happen, and then guess what? You can't charge her for anything, can you? No, without a doubt you can't. You can't. If that's the way you want to uh, deal with your kid, it's not like she got the kid sick intentionally just to, you know, pray for it to die. It, that's a, it, it was a completely um, moral thing that she was trying to do, and we try to praise morality in this country. And see, and see, she's one of those people that's not a hypocrite. I do not understand a Christian that is going to go to the doctor. I do. I mean, I... I, I don't. Your whole, you don't even want to be on this earth. You want the whole point of being a Christian is to get to heaven. You should not... You should be like these Jehovah's Witnesses like Diego I knew growing up. Had a very similar situation. Kid got sick. They, they required blood transfusions. It was against their uh, religion for her to get a blood transfusion. And kid ended up dying. But if you are... The kid's in heaven now. If you are a certain kind of Christian, you think that it's uh, worth it to stay on this earth and to spread the gospel. No. And get more people behind the cause instead of you just dying off and kind of leaving the work to other people. You have work to do, as Locke said. You missed Lost at all? Yes. It's the third reference in this break. You think I'd miss it? Yeah, I missed Lost too. I don't miss Kate, though. She's ugly. Kate's hot. She she's easily the ugliest one on that. Uh, Are you kidding me? On that show, she's one of the hottest girls on TV. You like boys? That's I do why. not like boys. You like boys? 
she has the she has the she has the body of a thirteen year old boy. No, she doesn't. She has beautiful knockers. She looks like she should be in gym class with a white t shirt and red shorts. I'd love to see that. Let's go to Austin on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Hello, Austin. Hey. What's, What's up, up guys? Yo. Nothing much. Um, I want to know if you guys you guys think that, like, homosexuality and, like, um, all these diseases, like, are is nature's way of balancing everything out, right? Right. Do you think that there should be cures found then? Like, do you believe that cures should not be found because if the cures are found, then we will overpopulate? Listen, I'm I'm all about screwing with Mother Nature. I don't care if uh, what she wants is what we want. We're yeah, the human race. I don't think there should be a cure for homosexuality because I don't think there's no, anything he, wrong with it. I'm not talking about like homosexuality. I'm oh. talking about like AIDS, AIDS or like cancer because like those are the two major diseases that are taking everybody out. And my view is, I don't know if I'm 100 percent on it. My view is AIDS? that we should have cures for them. But what happens then? See, then all these I, people are every, immune to every disease. See, I like what you're doing, uh, Austin. Thank you for the phone call. Because, listen, I agree with Ted Turner. We're overpopulated. There are too many human beings on this earth. And we yeah. have, at some point, we would be cannibalizing each other because there would be more human beings than animals. And we'll have to eat babies. Ted Turner said it, and I believe it. Ted Turner is a maniac. And going back much to the, like you. I don't believe that we should be finding cures. Not everyone needs to live. You listen, you come to earth to die. That is the point. You will die. And stop trying to stop trying to beat it. It ain't happening. You want to hear this real quick? Ted Turner. The genius? God's gift to cable television? If we're if if the world's getting overpopulated, how about this? Poison all the food in all your restaurants. Do that, Ted Turner, in all your many restaurants. Just what was the name of that burger? The kitchen sink? The kitchen sink. Ooh, I had that over He's in trying Atlanta. to kill people with that. Yeah. T tell people what the kitchen sink is. All right. The kitchen sink was a burger that they had over at, I can't remember the restaurant, but it's Ted Turner's restaurant in Atlanta. It had uh, hamburger, of course, mm -hmm. bacon, um, cheese, a, all kinds of cheeses. A fried egg. A fried egg. Chili and something else, like yeah. ham too. Ham, I thought and ham. I didn't think it had chili though. Yeah, it had it had chili. He's doing his part to make sure people do not live. Oh, we'll get to him in a second, Dubs. Let's talk to Ray first on line three. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, Ray? Ray, going once. Go, go ahead, Ray. Oh, hey, how you doing, fellas? This is a great conspiracy about Mount St. Helens. They said it was a UFO base that the mm -hmm. Army had to blow up because it was getting too close. You know why? Because Stone Cold said so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ray. 800-636-1067. Good job, Ray. Let's go to Johnny on line two. You're in the hideout. Johnny. Yeah, that's me. What do you got, uh, dude? I wanted to talk about the mud camps. What's that? They're these little blue creatures, and the government wants you to like them. <laughs> I've heard of this, too. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly know what they are, but I've heard of it. All right, explain it. you got to explain the mudkins further to me, Johnny. Well, I see the mudkins are these little blue creatures. They're from these video games that the children play. Mm -hmm. 
And you know, one day you're liking mud kips, the next day you're doing a barrel roll, and after that you'll be firing your laser. And you know, then we're all going to die. Of course. Thank you. Thank you, Johnny. You're very welcome. I hope you consider this. All right. Thank you. Oh, boy. I love it, the hideout. We're bringing out the freaks tonight. All right, somebody wants me to ask you on the instant messenger if you think if you think Hillary Swank is hot. In only in uh, Boys Don't Cry. Any other movie, she sucks. People want to <laughs> people want to know if uh, Baby will equal Venison. If we if we turn to cannibalism, no, it'd be Veal. Mm. You imagine some baby Parmesan, some nice baby, lightly crusted, over some noodles. Oh, sounds fantastic. All right, it was Ted's Montana Grill that the kitchen sink was at. That's right. You're right. I'm trying to find exactly what was on the kitchen sink here. Well, let's play Ted Turner's clip really quickly. Okay. If we can do that. 800-636-1067. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout talking conspiracy theories. And I guess Ted Turner just came out with one. Well, he said the world's overpopulated, correct? Yeah, and uh, global warming will lead to mass cannibalism. He's right. Doing it will be catastrophic. We'll have eight degrees, we'll be eight degrees hotter in 10, not 10, but in 30 or 40 years. And basically none of the crops will grow. Most of the people will have died and the rest of us will be cannibals. Civilization will have broken down. The few people left will be living in a, in, in a failed state like Somalia or Sudan. And, and living conditions will be intolerable. <sighs> Sounds like a How great place. This? I'm not going to lie to you. How about this? We're actually, and many scientists will agree, that we are starting a global cooling right now. The, uh, the global warming has leveled off since 2001. We haven't gotten any hotter. And many people think that we're going to get cooler. And that's why you won't see Al Gore going in front of anybody with an opposing view. Have you seen him go in front of anybody who was actually 60 minutes? <laughs> 60 minutes. 60 minutes. How more liberal can you get? How more... There's not one question that is tough on a Democrat on 60 minutes. When did you become this right-wing clown? Listen. There's a time when we all have to grow up a little bit. I can't be a cause head running out every time... One of the spendocrats bring up another cause and saying, "Yes, this is the most important thing." Did facing you just our say nation. spendocrats? Right, I'm getting this on the instant messenger. Technically, global warming leads to lower global temperature, and it only takes ten years for an ice age to get going. Answer that. Who says that one's even started? Al Gore, Spaz, and his, and his crack scientist. And why, if he is so worried about it, is he riding around on personal jets and shut up and <laughs> using more electric power than most homes in a small town combined? Uh, Evan says a nuclear winter should balance out a nice global warming. I do agree, and that should happen in the Middle East. Let's go to Doug on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Doug, good evening. Hey, how you doing? I just want to talk about the conspiracy theory thing for a minute. Mm -hmm. Like, remember, like back in the day when smallpox is one of the big killers, right? You know, they they got a cure for that, and what what showed up next? 
you know, no matter what, you know, we eradicate AIDS, cancer, something bigger is going to pop up. It's Mother Nature's way of, you know, putting us in our place. I, I, dude, I completely agree, and that's why this whole thing, I think Ted Turner's right. Thank you for the phone call. Not a problem, man. Geniuses coming into the hideout this evening. It only makes sense. We should not try to cure. You know, you know when we cure cancer? When we stop trying to cure cancer. That's deep, man. Mm-hmm. Of course it is. Do we have another clip from Ted Turner, or was yeah. that the only one? Yeah, let's see what this tree hugger has to say. We're being beaten by insurgents who don't even have any tanks. They don't have a headquarters. They don't have a Pentagon. Yeah, have a lot we of, don't even know they, they have, have a any lot of roadside bombs that well, kill a lot of America. You and Nancy Pelosi would love to Stop think it. that we are being beaten. You don't want to hear any good news happening out of the Middle East. How about the schools that are being being uh, brought up? What about the good areas? Yeah, what the about schools the, where the girls can't go to them? Well, maybe we can learn something from that area of the world. I'm finally admitting that. That's exactly right. And where, and they, and where do you and think they come from? Us. I think that they're patriots and that they don't like us because we've invaded their country and occupied. Have you been I think, against a war from I think the beginning? If were, you I think if the Iraqis were in Washington, D.C., we'd be doing the same thing. Well, nobody we'd be likes bombing them, no, too. Uh, nobody uh, wants nobody to be invaded. Well, thank you for answering the question, Mr. Ted Turner, and not just going with the talking points like you guys always do. Yeah, that is. He, I guess he was talking about how the Iraqi insurgents are freedom they're, fighters. They're they're patriots over in Iraq. Well, I mean, let's consider that point for a moment, though. If someone invaded America, we would be doing the same thing, correct? But we are training their army to take care of themselves, so they are they are. Are we? Or are we just robbing them blind? How expensive is gas? How are we robbing them blind? We haven't got a dime from them. We plan on getting money from them, but now the whole global community will think we're a bunch of pricks if we get one red cent from them. Going back to us being cannibals, there is a positive that can come from this. Hmm. Baby calzones. Mmm. <laughs> Brown and serve. Mmm. <laughs> Take a break. Come back. It's F-Main Dubs. We're in the hideout. Join us if you like. 800-636-1067. WJFK. You're in the hideout. The hideout with El Jefe and J-Dubs. Oh, they're totally gay for each other. Godless sodomite. The hideout. But we will destroy this place. Fan Dubs 106.7 WJFK Saturday night. Having fun, man. Yeah, it's been a good time. There was a lot of I've I've fun put sports on. I've taught people a lot of stuff. I feel good about myself. Spreading the good word. What'd you teach today? The truth. 800-636-1067 is how you get a hold of us on the phone. Go to hideoutheretics.net to chat with other fans of the show. Yeah, if, you, if, you, who... if you really have just discovered the show again, 
and you haven't gone to Hideout Heretics, you're missing out. Because more than anything, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a fan board, but... It's a roadmap. They got all sorts of audio from the old DC days, all the Orlando shows, um, even this guy that's taken radio by storm, Dro Silva, who was in all the national trade papers because he signed the fabulous sports babe. So, I mean, there's a really a lot that's going on that you need to know about concerning Dro Silva. And you know the fun part about people listening to the old shows for the first time and everything? Mm. I get people emailing me. Uh, and chatting with me on IM about stuff that I completely forgot about. Hey, do you guys remember when you did blah, blah, blah? Hey, I'm on this episode right now. And, uh... You know, it's kind of surprising. I have not gone back to listen to old shows. I haven't either. I, it's hard for me to do that. I don't know why. I just have a tough time doing that kind of stuff. Um, just, you know why, too? Because a lot of times with those shows, there's such a... Like, even brings up, mem- like, personal memories. Yeah, either of where we were personally back. Fighting off the air or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know if I want to relive all that. Yeah, well, there's certain emotions going on at different stations off the air. Yeah. And that, you know, we always try to put the happy face. We, we try to be honest on the air. But we also try to put Unless on... Unless you're talking like you're a Republican, then it's a bit. By the way, the Caps are up one nothing. First period over. Over the Panthers. Big game tonight. Nice. For the Capitals. And uh, Memphis is taking care of UCLA. So that's all you need to know. Mm -hmm. Whatever. Otherwise, you're hopping into the hideout. And if you want to watch any of that stuff, just make sure you turn the volume down and turn us up. Pump us up. Pump it. We got your handle. Hey, um. Oh, so this is my final week. Mm-hmm. At the PR gig, then I officially take over the program director reigns at the uh, stations in Florida. Even though you're kind of already starting to do that. You must be tired as heck this week. I am. I'm exhausted. You know, I feel bad because my chick really wanted to go to the Renaissance Festival, and I just told her, I'm like, look, the last thing I want to do is walk around. She has to understand that, though. She did after a while. And then I just dropped her off at 20 bucks and said, have fun. <laughs> I'll pick you up like later. She, like she's a 13-year-old daughter. I was like, I feel like I'm dropping off my daughter, but I want you to go have fun. Here's a nice crisp, crisp Jackson for you. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, I'm about to transition. You know, I'm in transition right now as my life goes. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to miss the PR gig because there were some really cool guys that I worked with there, including the 62-year-old dude mm-hmm. who is a racist. Yeah. But he's a lovable, lovable racist, you know? Most of them are. Archie. We call him Archie Bunker because that's what he is. He's Archie Bunker. And he's one of those guys that's still kind of young at heart. And, you know, like he likes flow rider low. Mm-hmm. And he has um, action figures, uh, Star Wars action figures that he has, like, all over his desk and stuff. So, and it was, it was kind of a cool vibe at the PR gig. That's you know? cool. I think that's the kind of thing you kind of just put away after, I don't know, 14 I don't know, though. When you're older and you got action figures and Transformers all over your desk, it's kind of neat. I don't want to badmouth it because I know Fez of the Ron and Fez show, one of our good buddies, you're is like that. Cry. He uh, He's a big Batman guy and that kind of stuff. But I I personally can't have action figures. I think it's kind of don't a, be racist. Uh, a kid's thing. Um, actually, as a man, I listen to hard-hitting news. And I was listening to Paul Harvey this week. <laughs> and, uh, uh, did you change your depends before or afterwards? 
Paul Harvey is a respected legend in the business. All right, whatever. And uh, he's not on this station, so enough. And I heard him bring up the uh, 18 things grown men should never have, according to Men's Health magazine. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, Men's Health put together thing that if you're a grown man, you shouldn't have or be participating in any of these things I got to be one. considered a man. I got one. What's that? Radio show. Uh, if you have a radio show, you're obviously not a grown man. Well, I started to think that way, too, because with the business we're in, we tend to fall into a lot of these things. Well, because you know what I'm excited about now that I'm going to become a program director? Hmm. Uh, video games. And I'm really thinking about getting back into gaming. I... I'm going to have the time, and I'm going to be in a business where... Let's face it, it's not work. Mm-mm. You don't want to be a man, so you don't want to grow up, even if you are Papa Bear Bill O'Reilly. So you get into radio, because you're just hanging out with buddies talking on the radio. Yep. These 18 things, I actually only get 17 of them. I don't know what happened to the other one. But uh, number 17, drinking glasses with logos. Do you have it? I have. Uh, yeah, actually I do. Me too. Oh, I know what I need. I need a nice Dallas Mavericks drinking glass. <laughs> I know we're. I'm the type of person who needs every like a, a piece of everything with the lines on it, with my favorite team on it. Yeah, I don't know why it matters. It I don't know what the Cowboys are going to do with two Roy Williams. I don't know how they're going to work that Roy out. Roy Williams. I know we're going to get your receiver, Roy Williams. No, Roy Williams from Detroit is staying in Detroit. Mm. Um, he's coming to the Skins, actually. Number sixteen, secret handshake. Do we have that? I don't think we have that. We have no. Yeah, you can. You know, you got the uh, give me some dap, but that's it. I don't it. think we have anything crazy. Uh, a Nerf hoop in your living room. That would be awesome. I'm thinking I'm gonna go get one of these. You know, actually, the mo- man. Do you know how much fun? And we got a new puppy. You know how much fun it would be to like go to Toys R Us and not even get a Nerf hoop, but you know the ones that you can kind of stand up that has mm-hmm. like the sand in the bottom. And you can raise it up, and then you could just sit there and shoot hoops all day, and then you could have the dog fetch the ball for you because it's like a Nerf ball. Yeah, so they can bite it. Man, that's a great one. Uh, code word for ugly women. That's stupid. Who would ever come up with a code word for ugly women that you would want to date? Oh. Mm. Project car. Dubs came up with a project car earlier. For those of you that you don't know, you want me to explain it? Yeah, re-explain what a project car is. All right. Uh, I've decided this week I'm going to go out and get a project car. A project car is a fat chick with a nice <laughs> face that I'm going to, uh, uh, I don't know, help out. Put in the sweat into, equity. Yeah, put sweat equity into it and get her to sweat, lose a few pounds, and make her a respectable You know woman. what? I don't know if project car works. I would call it something else. Like what? Flip this fatty. Because basically, it's your, it's like you're going into a house. It's real estate. You're going in. You're going to put in sweat equity. That's what you should call the reality show. Flip this fatty. I'm not making a reality show out of well, it. Well, then you obviously do not have a media mind, and I do. That's why I'm a PD, and you're not. <laughs> I think I'm going to bring that to the news talk station. Flip this fatty. I'm sure they'll love it. Uh, another thing you should not have if you're a man, a futon. I agreed. Futons stop at about 24. Well, futons, if they were comfortable, I think I'd be a big fan of them. Mm-hmm. But they aren't comfortable, so no. Uh, number 12, the need to quote the Big Lebowski, Caddyshack, or Super Bad. Okay, who is, did Paul Harvey personally write this list? Because uh, 
you're not a man. You're not. A, you're not a. You're not a person I would want to hang out with in this world if you're not quoting one of those three movies. Mm-hmm. And by the way, those are the perfect three movies because it encompasses just about every generation. Yep. Caddyshack for older, Big Lebowski 90s. for those about our age, and then Superbad as the latest. Mm-hmm. Uh, number eleven. Any beer that costs under twenty dollars a case. Okay, uh, we're in a recession right now. Yeah, I'm not spending. And I'm rolling with some Natty Light. Ice house for me. Um, less than $20 in their wallet. Recession. I have $9 in my wallet right now. I think I have a little bit more unless my... Up, oh, I gave my girlfriend that 20 though, for the rent fair. Mm-hmm. And then she she types to me. She goes, I only spent $3. Dad. And I was like, that's so hot. <laughs> we got to keep that bit up when I get home. Dad. She's a teacher now. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, you want to role play? Are you going to make her wear the teacher gear with the glasses? Yeah, I'm going to make her put on a nice sweater that has Christmas trees all over it. <laughs> High pulled pants and make sure she gets the smegma all, all built right. up. Come on, man. What? It's my chick. It's about my chick smegma. <laughs> uh, number it's very eight. private. Number eight, you shouldn't have Olympic dreams. If you're uh, a grown man, I agree. After you're a grown man, you really can't think, you know what, this is the time to train for the Olympics. All right, let me ask you this. When, I <laughs> just keep the students off of her, I'm te- well, she's teaching kindergarten, so it might be tough. Mm-hmm. Um, when did you stop dreaming of, of being a, a pro, pro athlete? Probably 15. Really? Yeah, I knew that, you know, I wasn't going. I love playing sports, but I thought, you know what, if I'm going to do anything, it's going to be something coaching if I wanted to get into it. Because I had the drive for it. I loved it, but I just didn't have the physical ability. Oh, man, when I was 21, I was still thinking I could go pro. I know you were. I just recently gave that up. When I was 19, I was still dreaming that I would... I literally would have this dream that I would fall asleep and wake up the next day a full 15 inches taller so I could play in the NBA. I'm just not lying to you, man. That's real. Well, I'm getting this from the Wild Hawk. At that age, your, inch, your uh, waist had to be 15 inches uh, slimmer, too. Wow, that hurt. What? That was unnecessary. You're you just, three bills, man. You just called me a fatty pig fatty. Yes, I did. Wild Hawk has a couple of these that a grown man should not have. What's that? All of them are really good. A karaoke machine, (laughs) which I know he has. A phone with a full keyboard. Really? I think that's a lot of people in business use that now just to send emails. I think it's different if you have a BlackBerry. Mm -hmm. But if you have a phone that has a keyboard, you know what I mean? Where it's kind of like that flip thing, the Mm -hmm. sliding one. Mm, Might be right. For texting only. A PSP. Yeah. And a pellet, love to have one, huh? and a pellet gun, <laughs> or an airsoft gun, any of those things. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Why not? Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. You want me to keep on going through this? Yeah. What? what all right, reset what it is again. All right. It's the eighteen things a grown man should never have. Brought to us by Men's Health Magazine and Paul Harvey. And Paul Harvey, uh, an unstamped passport, number seven on it. Have you ever traveled to, left the country? Uh, just Canada. That doesn't count. I know. I didn't need a passport. I don't they have a just passport. Call, they just call that the Upper Peninsula, mm-hmm. Michigan. Um, have you ever wanted to go to another country? No, I have no want to. No want, no need. 
I got everything I need right here. That's such an ignorant statement. Why? If I if it comes about, I'm not going to say oh, there's nothing out there for me. But it, I don't feel a need to. I don't think everybody needs to. You I don't have... need to go find my roots. Well, your your roots are in mid Michigan. Exactly. But... I can see if you're from another country and you want to go there. And... It just gives you fantastic perspective. You know what? I'll go over there when I'm drafted to bomb them. That's why I want to go over there. Uh, uh, going to England and France and Italy, like I'm trying to decide with my chick what we want to do. I really want to go on another cruise. I love cruises. Do you ever want to go on a cruise? Cruise would be fun. Uh, Let's go on a cruise, man. You, Being where we are now. We'll wait till fall when it's nice and cheap. Yeah, we could go on one for about two, three hundred bucks, mm-hmm. and it's a blast. You're just hanging out, I'll go dude. On one. You want to talk about some? Uh, Let's go on a singles one. Flip that fatty. You could do that on a cruise, man. You'd have a real legit shot there. All right, this is going way back, but it's way too funny to ignore. Hmm. We know we were talking about the conspiracy theories and Jesse Ventura. Yeah, he came saying out nine eleven. You know, seemed like it was an inside job and. We were talking about other wrestlers mm-hmm. that also thought there were conspiracy theories. This just in, Davy Boy Smith thinks the Holocaust was not real. The British Bulldog? But <laughs> <laughs> well, what does a dynamite kid think? Oh, it's going back ways. All right, give me back to this 18 things a grown man should never have. Uh, number six, a lucky shirt. Wrong. Do you have a lucky shirt? I have lucky underwear. And the lucky underwear, always the one where the elastic yeah. is essentially gone. Actually, has a good streak to it, so I can understand. And I have lucky shirts. Absolutely. I don't. I have go-to shirts because I think they look good and wear well, but mm-hmm. I have no luck to them. Uh, number five, a keychain with a bottle opener. Well, Dubs, considering that you have your lighter tied to your keychain. Not tied. It's called a lighter leash, my friend. And I bought it because it was the most white trash thing in the store. I said, you know what? I need this. It's a retractable lighter leash that just, you know, right here it is. I always have my lighter on me. This is coming in on the instant messenger from one of our heretics listening on Hideout Radio. Hideout Radio is the instant messenger on AOL. I still have aspirations to become a ninja. (laughs) That's attainable. No, it isn't. Uh, it absolutely is. All right. He's been holding on to that since Karate Kid. All right, let's finish these out real fast. Number, um, four? number four is a PlayStation thumb, which is just a sore thumb from playing PlayStation. Yeah, I agree. If you're a man, you shouldn't have a sore thumb. I, I think you can still play games, but... That's the only thing I'm worried about when I when I step back into the gaming world. The injuries. I know I'm going to have some injuries and some 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 gaming issues when it comes to my hands. Number two, I right, number three. You shouldn't have an empty refrigerator. <sighs> Recession. Mm-hmm. Uh, number two, you shouldn't have a witty email signature. I don't know that I've ever seen one with one. I have, you know, like uh, people with like a like almost a boxy name. In between, like, uh, James the Thriller Bowlesby or something like that. (laughs) And then what's number one? Number one, if you're uh, a grown man, you should never have a black eye. I've never been hit. Really? Yeah. I've never been hit once. 
Nah. Let's get a professional boxer in here to punch you in the face just once. No. And not to say that I won't be hit, but it's going to suck if my first black guy that I ever get is like at the age of 37. <laughs> I've had, I think I've only had like three or four black eyes in my life. That's the only time I've ever had a, like a real legit face shot that gave me a black eye. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when you're a kid and you're fighting, it's those those weak slap punches to the body. Mm-hmm. Fighting like it's uh, like a Napoleon Dynamite. And for some reason, no matter if you're winning or losing that fight when you're 12, you're crying. No matter what. You're just sobbing, swinging your arms all willy-nilly. <laughs> like a woman. Yeah. Throwing the haymakers. Somebody's telling me they got flip-flops now with a bottle, bottle opener yeah. in the sole. Yeah. Actually, my neighbors back in Orlando had those. And they just walk around, and when they had a beer, they'd pick their foot up, open their beer. All right, let's take a break. I like that, though. Sad, Sadly, you and I... We aren't men. No, please. Are you kidding? We're not even close to being men. But think about it. You go through all these things, futon... The need to quote the Big Lebowski, Cad- uh, Caddyshack, super bad, less than 20 bucks in your pocket. Who who falls into that? Like, who is it that falls into those categories? Radio guys? Heretics? Yeah, I mean, but I mean, like, who, I'm sorry, who falls outside of that? That was really um, the question. Any douchey salesperson. <laughs> That's, those are the, for the clowns on the... Uh, on Anybody, the sales side of the bill, yeah. Any guy who sells you a Verizon phone, nothing wrong with Verizon. Whatever. I'm not saying there is. I'm saying okay. Anybody who sells you a Sprint phone, yeah. You know who this is? Or a T-Mobile. I'm looking at this. Not happy. This is my father? Is it? It's my father who does. So it's, this is for our fathers. The They're guys not. that don't do this. But you and I, we're men. we I'm 30. Yeah, but you don't act like a man. I'm a Neither pro- of us do. I'm a program director. I have to. All right, we'll take a break. That kind of has me bummed out a little bit. All right. You may not be a man, but here's something that I, after reading this off AskMen.com, I think I may be, and I want to see if you are. Okay, what is it? Uh, a sex addict. And even though I'm not getting laid, I find myself feeling the need... To relieve myself in odd and just horrific ways. All right, and I also want to share a story too of my girlfriend and her first date kindergarten and something that happened related to this. What? Take a break and come back. It's the Hideout Hefe and Dubs kindergarten teacher, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hefe and Dubs, one hundred six point seven WJFK. Hefe and J Dubs. Everybody's out of work or scared of losing their job. The dollar buys a nickel's worth. Shopkeepers keep a gun under the counter. Punks are running wild in the street. There's nobody anywhere who seems to know what to do, and there's no end to it. We know the air is unfit to breathe, and our food is unfit to eat. We sit watching our TVs while some local newscaster tells us that today we had 15 homicides and 63 violent crimes, as if that's the way it's supposed to be. We sit in the house, and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller, and all we say is, please, at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. alone. The hideout. Back in the hideout.
about Saturday night, last hour, FA and Dubs 106.7 WJFK. Hideout Instant Messenger is Hideout Radio. That is Hideout Radio. Hideoutheretics.net is the uh, pretty much all-encompassing fan board with mm-hmm. audio and all sorts of information. Eight hundred six three six one zero six seven. Just looking online. Just looking. Looking at what? This Texas compound. They they took two hundred people from it. Fifty two young girls, right? No, it's up to two hundred, man. Wow. I knew uh, before the show it was like fifty two girls. Two hundred. There's a whole like. There's all these little worlds around the United States that we just don't know about. I know about them. Not. Warren Jeffs. Built by the polygamous Warren Jeffs. And he so is... It's a retreat run by the Fundamentalist Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. <sighs> hey, what's the angle of the Latter-day Saints? Do you know? Mormon. They're the extreme Mormons. Uh, the well, the the uh, very radical ones, but it's it's the Mormon Church. Hmm. All right, just wondering. We're trying to see. Say troopers raided the religious retreat, looking for a girl or baby girl and fifty-year-old Dale Barlow. Under Texas Barlow. law, under Texas law, girls younger than sixteen cannot marry, even with parental approval. Ooh, did you see the story this week as well? Um, I believe it was Louisiana just passed a law that infants cannot be married now. What? Yeah, they uh, there was a uh, law still on the books or lack of a law. And they finally cleaned that up. Let me find it real quick. They can no longer be married, but can they be put in a nice stew? That's what I wonder because Ted Turner says we're all going to be cannibals because of global warming. And so married, I'm... no, rotisserie, yes. Mmm, a nice lemon pepper baby. Be fantastic. Uh, yeah, it's Mormon. What religion scares you the most? Like, if you. Arkansas. Arkansas is the Mis- religion that scares you the most? Misplaced. <laughs> He's not even listening to me. Misplaced not in the Ar- Arkansas law allows babies to marry. So they finally fixed that. Why wouldn't you allow a baby to marry? What's the problem with it? Well, I mean, if they marry another baby, their playmate. All right, but going back to my original question. Does another uh, baby have to be the best man? Mm-hmm. Best baby. Uh, you imagine a baby uh, baby bachelor party? How much fun that would be? What if you just walked into a place, and, like before in Arkansas, I see my baby's getting married. Let me get some singles. You know what I mean? Hey, does my baby get in here free? He's getting married tomorrow. Can we make sure we do that thing for my baby where we put him up on the chair? Yeah, make sure if my baby gr- gets on the stage and some and a stripper uh, knees him in the crotch area. And then, you know, does the ping pong bit with him. <laughs> I Actually, my, his I feet my- are about the size of ping pong balls. Can you just use those? I want my baby to get the full bachelor experience. Mm. All right, so you can't marry babies no, anymore. I, I'm giving the over-under on this one until 7. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's going to get what <laughs> the seven-year itch <laughs> when he's eight. <laughs> 800-636-1067. So, oh, yeah, going back to the the Mormon thing and what religion scares you the most. Mm-hmm. I think the ones that, that frighten me are the ones that are afraid of sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess kind of all of them are, but there are more. Well, Mormons aren't afraid of sex. Yeah, I didn't say that Mormons necessarily scare me. So, But I think it's more so the ones that genuinely fear the human body. Like the human body is, for whatever reason, evil. Because it is not well, have evil. Have you seen most of them? I mean, unless they're in a magazine and airbrushed, most of them aren't that delectable. I mean, literally, if you, if you look at a fat chick bottomless, you find... It looks like the La Brea of tar pits. You see a dead pterodactyl in there? All right. Will on line one, you're in the hideout of WJFK. What's up, Will? Uh, yeah, I think that they, they may have passed that law in Arkansas to prevent gay babies from marrying each other. <laughs> because uh, you know what? They're the ones threatening the institution, right. those gay babies. They're a threat to the American way of life. And I think that the uh, phrase that Dubs was looking for earlier, it's a radical Mormon fundamentalist. Okay. Ah, they're, gotcha. the, the, they're the hardcore ones. Thank you, Will. Appreciate it. Well, if you're going to do it, do it right. And... You know, these gay babies, it's a slippery slope. Mm. We can't have man-on-man baby marriage. So, all right, you, uh, you though, all right, let's say this. If you're a religious person, mm. if you had to go towards one religion, knowing what you, the little that you know about all of them. Okay. Oh, hold on a second. Joe Ardinger's on the phone. Joe? Hello, Joe. Hey. What's up, bro? What's happening? What's what, crackalacking? Where are you? Is it me? Is it me? Am I on the air? You're on the just, air. I, I Turn your radio thinking. down, Joe Ardinger. <laughs> no, my radio is down. Oh. oh. Hey, I wanted to call in, and uh, tonight is a very special Best of Joe radio. Aw. Yeah, well, it's because it's because Don is retiring on Friday, and we have yep. a big week. We have a big, big week on the Don and Mike show. So Chris said, hey, you know what? Why don't you take the night off? And I said, you know what? Not a bad idea. But I also wanted to call into the hideout and let you guys know that I'm listening anyway. All right, well, wonderful. Thank, thank you, you, Joe. Hey, did you yeah. hear us talking earlier about the conspiracy theories, and apparently the number one is the reptile people? It is. Well, because, you know, hey, we just, I'm going to beat you. As a dog. <laughs> I got a puppy now, too. I understand. They, they only respond she's to kids. Puppy. She's not a puppy. She's, mm. But I just got done eating a steak, and they want the <laughs> bone. Anyway, yeah, the reptile people are red hot, dude. I was just talking yeah. to my dad about it, you know, and... You know, a lot of people say to me, they say, well, have you ever seen a reptile person? And I say, no, but I've never seen Jesus either. So, you know, there's got to be something to that. They tie together. And how do we really not know that they're not interlinked, Jesus and the reptiles? I was wondering. What's important to understand is that the reptile people need us. They need us to mine gold for them so that we can keep the lights on underground so they can grow crops and stay alive underground. Are you saying the reptiles... Are Jewish? What? Fill their banks? Stop it! (laughs) What is that? I'm going to another another conspiracy. (laughs) Oh, that was another conspiracy. Jesus, man! 
I'm like, now, what are you doing? I'm being anti-Semitic for no reason. <laughs> oh, last, okay. no, the last time I checked, the Jewish people do live above ground. So. All right, all right. No, I'm uncomfortable well, with this again. now. Stop it. I'm <laughs> uncomfortable with this. Thank you, Joe. So best of Joe Radio tonight. Uh, oh, he's lost. gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, well, every, every time I say thank you, that's the cue to let him go. Uh, but uh love you, Joe. So best of Joe Ardinger, and of course, listen to the um, the whole entire um, retrospective, if you will. We really can't comment on I mean, we guess we can, we're just saying, listen, we love Don. Mm-hmm. We love Don and Mike. Don we, was only nothing but great. To us while we were there, so, and whatever decision everybody makes, we just hope I'm, it works out for yep. everyone. So love the man, love all of them, and uh, yeah. So that's honestly our feelings. Uh, let's go to John on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. What's up, John? Hey, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? What's up, dude? Hey, man. Um, the religion I fear the most are the snake handlers. I'm not sure if Joe just touched on that. I, I didn't hear the whole conversation. No, but the snake handlers, yeah, the ones that, uh, the snake charmers. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. They got to be crazy to be doing that. But I also <laughs> wanted to tell you about the girl I lost my virginity to. She was hardcore religion, man. Uh, believed that God created Earth in seven days or whatever, in six nights. Right. And uh, to avert losing her real virginity, she, be- lost, she took it the other one. Oh, wow. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. I always, I lo- always love how that, because there's even a debate now about abstinence only and how mm-hmm. it's stupid and how it doesn't work. And that's what I'm talking about. These girls that are quote-unquote protect their virginity and then do awful, awful things. To tie this all together, Hefe? Are you going to tell want... me lizard people? No, but we were just talking about... <laughs> Alright, you got to come over here and check this out. We were talking about babies and we were talking about snake handlers. Well, welcome to Snake versus Cobra. I mean, ba- Baby versus Cobra. Oh, did I, don't turn the volume up. You don't All know right. if it's person or not. Whoa! <laughs> that Cobra just bit that baby! Where'd you find that? That's nuts! And Baby didn't even cry! Watch again. I can't watch that! That's nuts! That ain't real. It's what? Well, what do you mean it ain't real? Whoa, I can't watch. It's going to get its eye. <laughs> it's going to get its oh! eye. It's not even moving. The baby isn't even moving. The cobra's attacking it. If anybody wants to, just uh, Google baby oh my God. versus cobra. The baby's just looking at it like, dude, chill out. <laughs> and then it's going to go after it. Oh, my God. That is. There's no way that ain't real. It's real. Look at that baby just taking those bites from the cobra. And put some pants in that baby, please. It's India. Leave him alone. And it keeps trying to pet it. Yes. How is that? Oh! 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 Oh, my God. That was awful. (laughs) Well, you don't like baby versus cobra? No, dude. That's horrific. Wonderful. No, not wonderful. What? <laughs> all right, so going back, all right, I want to ask you again. Going back to the question. If you were to go to a religion, mm-hmm. what religion would you go to? Jewish. Really? They always tend to be the ones that don't push off on the people the most. Yeah, like uh, trying to sell you their religion and stuff. They tend to kind of stick with themselves. Um... And they 
tend to have it all together. Yeah. As people. I think I'd probably be a Scientologist. Out of all the religions I've seen so Why? far. I don't know. That's the one that I probably flo- uh, identify Big with. Big fan ET? Identify with the most. Listen, you can't sit here and run them down. I'm not running anybody down. They're all silly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that's the way I, I completely agree. They're all hogwash. They're all rubbish. But if I had to pick one, I'd probably roll the way of Scientology. I think it'd be good mm-hmm. for our careers, too. Yeah, if you're, if you're a Scientologist and I'm Jewish... Oh, man, we got unstoppable. It. We got it covered. All right, I'm telling. I'm apparently getting the comments on that video are supposed to be really good. The baby and the cobra. Let me go. Where did you find it? Uh someone sent it to me a while back. That is crazy. Again, yeah. Google baby and cobra face off, and it's just this baby that's pantsless, crawling on this ground in India, and this cobra is just. Attacking it on its head, and the baby's not even freaking out or nothing. I was freaking out for the baby. Okay, let's that see baby, by the way, looks like it would say. be great in a pita. Is the snake toothless? Uh, LOL at 38 seconds. Looks like the cobra's says, Are you seriously going to let me do this? Because it looks <laughs> at the <laughs> camera. Uh, that is headshot. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, you Indians are sick freaks. <laughs> nah, there's nothing wrong with that. They just don't fear baby. Or they don't fear cobras. So you were talking about something before the um, before the break about being a sex addict. What was that all about? Um. Oh, I found this on AskMen.com, and the reason why I took so much interest in it is because I'm thinking this could be me. Mm-hmm. Um. And it's odd because I'm not getting laid right now. Right. But that doesn't necessarily mean you aren't a sex addict because I I manual a lot of times. Okay. Um, if you're leading a double life. You might be a sex addict? Yeah. What does that mean? Um, do you have an extra girlfriend or a mistress or have you ever? Not anymore. But you have? Yeah, but okay. that's because I was miserable. I'm happy now, so I don't need it. Now, could a double life also mean too, like your 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 partner has no idea about the porn and stuff that you have? Yeah, that could mean, you know, that you're a sex addict, or if your your chick doesn't know about your freak, and you have to, you have kinda, to hide your freak. Yeah, uh, I kind of realized because I had sex today. Mm-hmm. Epic. Yeah, I was good. But then I started thinking about it. And I'm like, you know, I'm pretty basic. Like I don't, I don't get too crazy. I don't think. I, I see. Think it, I I usually when I when I have sex, I don't get too crazy. But the porn I watch has progressively gotten crazier and crazier. You're becoming desensitized. And crazier, yeah. I see. I've never. I've never. I don't. I don't need that extreme. I don't know thing to look at when watching pornography. I'll find whatever I can that's just different to watch. And once I find something that I haven't, like, once I find a type of porn that I haven't ran a batch to, even if I'm not into it, I have to do it. Just to see if I, if I... And you're I, talking about, like, limbless and stuff like that, limbless, right? Limbless, uh, midget, yeah, some of that. Are you kidding? You've oh, actually yeah. done that? Yeah. Just to see if I'm into it. Are you? No. Liar. I, no, I had to force it. Dave Diamond. I had to force it, but I did do it. 
Uh, you frequently seek out sexual material, which is kind of that. Yeah, I, I mean, we used to we used to do that all the time, though. Yeah, but that was when I was married. I'm cool now. Back in Michigan, uh, we would go almost two or three times a week. <laughs> every every time we got a little little money in our pocket, dude, payday, we would hit Mexican food. Or Wendy's, and then hit the porn shop. Either Payday, or when the new promo CDs got in, we could take those over to discs and tapes and get some cash out of them. Yeah. Um, Good times. You're compromising your personal relationship for your sex? Like, you know, you're... I, I know you. You will... Uh, I can tell your chick isn't into it every time, and you're like, hey, we're going to do it tonight. She's into it every time. Okay. And she may not be into it... Until we get going, but I get her going. Okay. She's way that's, into it. That's not what she tells me, but okay. I bring it. She comes down afterwards, she's like, I was not into that one. Stop it. <laughs> that one did nothing for me. But he still pleasured me to the nth degree. <laughs> uh, you seek out explicit sexual adventures. Let's see what that means. If you can't get excitement of out of sex with the same person you might desire, attempt to seek out more exciting encounters. This could lead you down dangerous trail. Constantly needing different stimuli to gain satisfaction and relief. That's me. Yeah, that is so you. Mm -hmm. You're just doing that with porn because you can't do yeah. that with a trick right now. Yeah. Uh, these are all if you're a sex addict. If you're answering yes to any of these. You get in trouble with the law? I don't know. That's eh, not me. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't slipped you, into that yet. When you start flip this fatty, who knows what could happen. Now, this one is me. This last one. You have a negative feeling about your behavior. I feel great about it while I'm doing it. But afterwards, I'm like, that was dirty. That of was course. Disgusting. After what you just told me about what you're looking for and you're seeking out? I'm not seeking it out. I, I go and I just start clicking on things. Oh, Jesus. You know what? You can have that computer. <laughs> yeah, it was my computer. You can just have it. Because I don't know what you've, what's hidden in there. Nothing. There's nothing hidden in there. What kind of cookies are in there or whatever? Oh, I got I got it all protected. I paid for the premium protection package. But I'm not I can't have that anymore. You know all that you ran down about sex addict? Mm. You replace sex and all that with food and that's me. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. You hide it? I got a double you, life when it comes to food. Do you hide your eating though? Mm -hmm. Like if you're cheating? And you don't want people to know you're cheating oh, yeah. on the food you're eating? I've done that before where, like, maybe you and my chick are in the living room. Mm -hmm. And then I'll go <laughs> put a plate away and then I'll kind of grab the bowl and shove some in my mouth real fast where you guys don't see it. All right. Pull that for me and beep out bowl. Stop. <laughs> you're such an ass. Who are you even talking to? You're the one that has to do that. Oh, yeah. Let's get a mad on line one. You're in the hideout on WJFK. Friends, I, Matt, Matt, I am currently seeing a psychiatrist. Been seeing her for about two years now because uh, I've been diagnosed with being a sex addict. And I did the same thing Dubs did, where you begin looking at porn online, and then mm. you, you know, man on woman, and then it goes to girl and girl, and finally, eventually, it's like you know, horses and dogs, and you know, chickens and women. Mm. And what it, what it eventually got me to go see a psychiatrist was. I wasn't able to just be be with a woman, your strict your straight missionary. It had to be you know, this you know, this had to be brought in and then this and it was end up destroying relationships because oh, of my yeah. addiction to sex because I can't just 
in my mind, I'm able to go online and look at this twisted stuff. Now I'm with my girl. Well, that's boring. She's no longer doing it for me. Yeah. I need to bring in toys and, you know, different things. And it's to where they eventually start stepping out on you. And yeah. it, it, I, no, I got you. Things up. Hey, man, thank you, brother. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, there's no way I could just have regular missionary. Just, just no call way. It, yeah. yeah, I understand what you're saying. All right, let's take a break. I didn't know it was real. But you know what it is? You guys are the ones, like, if it wasn't sex, it'd be that way with violence. What? Like, it's not oh. enough. Like, hostile doesn't freak you out, or hostile too. You just giggle at when people are being... Or a baby's being bit by a snake. I'm just laughing. Yeah. Like a maniac. Because, like, a normal person, like a, you know, that isn't a sociopath, would like me, would be like, oh, my God, run, baby, run. <laughs> You're laughing. <laughs> it's funny. Come on. No, it's not funny. Children are being hurt. <laughs> I'll take. Listen to you. Nothing brings you more joy than that phrase. <laughs> than... Then a cobra biting a baby on the head. K caps are up now two to one. It's a big game for him. Is it? Yeah. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. Hefe and Dubs in the hideout. Last break next. 106.7 WJFK. The hideout. The hideout with El Hefe and J Dubs. That's bad radio. The hideout. The hideout. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Saturday night, half band dubs. Give us a call, 800-636-1067. If you want to get anything in, yeah. Here at the end of the shoe. Got phone lines open. It is 106.7 WJFK. Man, I got the like the entire day off tomorrow. I don't know what I want to do with it sleep man yeah. a lot of sleep I think I'm going to take the puppy out go wash the uh, car run some errands that kind of fun stuff um, Wild Hawk says scariest religion juggalos <laughs> what happened to the insane clown posse Um, I don't know if they're doing anything anymore I, I don't think they put out an album in a while they're living high on the hog now. They don't care about the juggalos anymore. You used to be a juggalo, right? Yeah, I used to do the whole concert thing, paint my face up. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a good time. Uh, Dude. 2007. Yeah. Uh, Spaz mm-hmm. says, you know, the phone screen you want photos of? Yeah. Said her first boyfriend was a juggalo and would only drink Faygo. <laughs> Yep. As dubs, you guys actually may be meant for each other. You grew out of that, though, right? Yeah. Is there anything when you look back in your past you think, dude, what was I, was I thinking? Yeah. Um, well, get this. Uh, and I am very reluctant to even try to 
get these tapes or even tell you that they're out there. Me and my friend Brian that I went to uh, broadcasting school with. And had sex with. No, we never had sex. Mm. But we went to uh, Specs Howard School of Broadcast Arts back in 1999. We only, all did it in the bathroom? Only uh, eight or nine short years ago. No, we never did it in the bathroom either. Mm. But he would always bring the video camera around and tape our antics around the school. Ah, gotcha, okay. And he said he watched it a couple weeks ago, and it was the douchiest thing <laughs> you could ever watch. We were the biggest idiots. Annoying, um, not funny. A lot of what the message boards say about this show. Yeah, mainly because of you, but right. How so? All of your childish antics that seem <laughs> funny in the moment. You go back and you listen. Oh, boy. I'm brilliant. Awkward. Yeah, a lot of times you look back, like I remember, I mean, you know, I wore a dress to a Marilyn Manson concert. I was, you know, I was a freshman in college. A fruit? Yeah. But I'm like, wow. Did you wear panties? No, I did not wear panties. But that was something I look back on. I'm like, man, what was I thinking? I mean, I know it was in the moment. There's pictures of that, isn't there? Yeah. Well, your problem is you embrace your old douchiness. You keep a memory chest mm -hmm. to remember when you were the biggest douche, when you were writing odd, awkward letters. To I, don't, I don't know why I keep that stuff either. I don't know. It's, you it's, know, it's an ego thing probably because it's like other people will want to see this. No, they won't. But you I don't you want to see it again. But I never want to share it. I'd, I want to see it. I know you do. Just so I can ch chuckle. If you aren't going to use it for good... Throw it away. Yeah, you're right. Don't don't dangle that carrot in front of my face anymore. Mm. You talking about sex again? Mm -hmm. Mm. Yeah. Where are those now? They're in Houston. They're my mom's place. I thought you brought your memory bins with you. No, I just create new memory bins everywhere I go. It really is an ego thing. It's mm -hmm. like I'm so important. I have to keep my history in a box, all over. The, you know, from every place that I go to. You keep. You'd be really self uh, hidden away mm -hmm. in a box or a but closet. But, you know, the more I think about it, I analyze it. It's like, what am I going to do with that? Am I going to sit down with my children mm -hmm. and show them the first condom I ever used? This neon green thing? I can't believe you still have that first condom. I totally forgot about that. Isn't that great, though? No, it's disgusting. I think it's kind of cool. It isn't. What? How did you keep it? Where did you put it? Did you put it in your pocket afterwards? Did you hang it out the window on the ride home? Like it was a wet sock? Where'd you... I put it in a Ziploc bag. You just had a Ziploc bag with you? No, I thought about it, and I went downstairs and got one and put it in there. And it's been there ever since. Wait. Did you imagine... Right, wait. Did you, like, I don't know, boil it before you put it in? Of course the... not. That would be stupid. <laughs> All right, let me be honest with you. I'm still wearing it. <laughs> I always have to have protection. Dude, wouldn't that be a great, like, stunt on YouTube? Where I, we had to do a stunt, and the person who loses has to open up that Ziploc bag and breathe in the air that's been in there since... All right. Since 1995 or 96, whenever it was. When you bring in... 
the letters, the douchey letters. I'm not doing that. I already I, told you the scenario in which we do that. I will breathe in the bag. I want, I'm willing to trade out. I want you to act like it's a piece of extra gum. No. I don't want to get sick. Yeah, I can get sick. I know what you have. I was I was a virgin. It was my first condom. Whatever. Matt on line that one. Blood transfusion says different. You're in the Hyatt on WJFK. What's up, Matt? Hey guys, what's going on? What up? Hey, uh, Dubs was talking about some old tapes he had found. I remember. Remember uh, PJ? He was one of your first interns. Yeah. I'm his brother, and about, oh, hey, what's up, man? Hey, about maybe five, six years ago, before that. Him and I, we would walk around with a video camera, think we're funny. We were just in high school. And we recently found one, maybe a year back. A friend of ours' house we were at, we skipped school, stole some beer, got drunk. And there's a, there's some footage of PJ running around in uh, the guy's mom's dress. And then he eventually just falls on the ground and just passes out there. And we were just doing, like, the douchiest stuff that we thought was just, like, ten times funnier than anything you'd ever seen. Yeah, and, and you we, could... we had We watched it again, and it was just... I really felt like 20,000 people are pointing and laughing at you. Yeah, I, you, you just get red-faced and hot, and you, you're uncomfortable on thanks, the couch. Matt. Yeah, appreciate sitting it. Sitting there. Right. Uh, I, uh, we used to take, like, these, just these road trips. Like, one time we drove to Virginia Beach from Michigan. To have yeah. sex together. No, not to have sex together. To go, uh, there was a hurricane coming through. And we'd, we'd videotape all these things. Uh, one time we went to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And we'd have multiple cameras. And then we'd edit together at the end, you know, because everybody would be taping with their own camera. And we'd try to make it professional and everything. And we go back and look. Production value not bad. Content terrible. Again, this show. Um, here's what's interesting kind of about all that. Really, when you think about it, if you Google the hideout and look mm -hmm. at any of our videos, that wasn't actually, funny. <laughs> actually, I did the other day, and I came across the Corolla 500 when uh, there back at JFK. And if anybody's been to JFK, uh, there's the uh, there's an area where you walk in there, and then the bathrooms are right there before you walk into the JFK compound. Um, in a tree out front, was there was a a Tupperware of lasagna, and I would just point at it like every day for like four weeks straight, saying, "I wonder when someone's going to clean that up. I wonder when Ben's going to see that." And he never saw it. So for four or five weeks, there's this old lasagna sitting out, covered in Tupperware, and we had the the smart idea to have uh, Chunks Corolla, our old producer, uh, do a stunt that he could not possibly complete we knew he couldn't and his punishment for that would be taking a big heap and helping of that lasagna that had been out for a month yep and uh gargle with it and watching that back it was funny was it yeah he was he couldn't control himself he was barfing i guess it, i don't know maybe it's different i maybe the everyday things you do aren't necessarily funny mm. but i, I don't know it's just, I never kind of like going back. That's what we were even talking about earlier, about listening to old shows, yeah. watching old things, looking at photos of yourself when you're in a dress and going to a Marilyn Manson concert, old plays, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's really kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, the whole... And it really does go back to the whole ego thing of here I am, this is, 
And that's what's interesting about you two, is that it is an ego thing. Yeah. It's like, hey, look I at me. My, I want my viral video. I know? want, yeah, I want stuff. I want, I want my people, hits. I want people seeing me doing this. My views. And for what? So a bunch of message board geeks can rip you all the way down it. Yeah, they're not going to like you. No, you're always going to, no matter, you could videotape uh, Jesus coming back and walking towards you, and someone would be saying, this sucks. <laughs> BS. Yeah. Fake. Who cares? Next. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's my favorite to show your disapproval. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. The ellipsis? Yes. I prefer it to call it by its real name. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> That's the thing, though. That's the beauty of the Internet. Everybody's a critic. Mm-hmm. Message board geeks finally have a voice, and... And people take them seriously. Does everybody deserve a voice, J-Dubs? No. That's kind of elitist, though. So you're against blogging, then? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm against people thinking that it means anything. There are many people in the media who now quote bloggers like they are representing a large portion of people. But no, it's just one personal person on a blog or one personal person on a message board saying something that they may not even mean. It might be a bit. And then CNN picks it up. Bloggers are saying. Yeah. Hey, did you know our Wikipedia got deleted again? Yeah. It keeps on getting deleted. Because there's not enough sources? Yeah. Um, well, here's the thing. Uh, whoever got deleted also got Chad Dukes's deleted. There's one guy going through and flagging these and uh, offering up for deletion that has just a personal vendetta against WJFK. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Where'd you hear that from? Me and uh, a couple of the heretics looked into it, and we looked into other things he had marked. Us, Chad Dukes, Big Owen Dukes. Did they get deleted? I don't know if they've been deleted yet. Uh-oh, I think we might have to start a war. I think Big Owen Dukes and yeah. the Hideout need to join forces against this Wikipedia dude. Yeah, and uh, and while Afrovirus keeps on putting it back up, and then it gets deleted again. Can we get this, uh, guy, what, what we they, get this guy banned from the Internet? What, what they've said is because our real radio uh, profile is still up over on real radio. And they're like, well, they, this is a complete copy from the real radio website. What's on this website? Well, the real radio took what was on Wikipedia. Exactly. But they didn't take me at my word for that because I issued a statement for that. All right, so wait a second. So mm -hmm. Wikipedia didn't believe you, one of the hosts of the show? Yep. They instead believed this guy who has a vendetta against us in the Big O and Duke show? Mm-hmm. Is it the Grease Man? What a dude. Is Albie D behind this? It's me, it's me. I have to know. I know Elliot wouldn't do it. No. Oh, I know. He's a good man. I know. He's a good dude, even though we're supposed to hate him. but Are we? Yeah, well, I mean, he goes up against the junkies, our boys. I mean, you know, ah, junkies yeah, first, but... I will listen to the junkies, but I can I cannot hate Elliot as a person. Hey, he's gotten me tickets to stuff before. I wonder who's behind this. I have to find out. Steve Zavin. I think he's a sports guy in town. <laughs> I don't know if he is or not.
John, Popper. John, Popper shot. John Thompson. Is he, a, is he trying to destroy us? Is it Daniel Snyder with his Red Zebra broadcasting? Yeah, it's, it's Larry Michael having his revenge on WJFK. We were friends with Larry. Come on. Come on, Larry Bear. Cut that out. Larry Bear, leave our Wikipedia page alone. Have a Pro Bowl attitude. I think it's Cameron Gray. <laughs> I need to find out who this is declaring war on Big on Dukes in the hideout. It is upsetting that this guy... Oh, I just found out who it is. Hmm. Michael Hughes. Aw. I guess we aren't going to get any further at this station. Per orders by Dan Mason. Talk about talk about dangling the carrot. Are you talking about sex again? Hmm? Whatever it takes. Uh, I paint an orange. 800-636-1067 is the phone number you will need to talk to the board operator for Joe Radio. <laughs> because he, my friends, is in best of mode tonight. But best of means it's going to be nothing but the best of Joe for you to listen to. So don't make, yeah, just because you can't call in doesn't mean you can't listen. Exactly. I want to thank everybody for the help tonight. Good show, especially considering everything that we're going up against tonight. Fun time. I'm trying to think of who else could be declaring war against us. I think it's just some random... Maybe it's DCR TV Dave. No, he loves us. I think he might love us a little bit too much. Mm. Well, I'll tell you what. For all those good write-ups, we offer him at least a jiggle. I bet DCR TV Dave's dream is to have you and Chad Dukes topless in his basement and me and Big O bottomless in just t-shirts. Dave? I can do that for you. Just talking trash about the globe. <laughs> that, that would be angry, that, topless, and bottomless. That would be his perfect night. Dreams can happen. Make a wish, and it making come true for you. Oh, I got. Oh, they gave me the link of who the guy is. Mm-hmm. RTP Hokey. He's the user. A Virginia guy, Hokey, of course. Hmm. Very interesting. I will find out more about this man. He's a member of the Wiki Project radio stations. Ah. Yep. Uh, his reasoning is every radio show can't have a Wiki page. <laughs> like, it's something huge. What? I know. Why not? And every radio show shouldn't, but ours deserves one. Mm-hmm. Oh, we aren't big enough. You know who it is? Who? Just figure it out. The Wild Hawk did. Chunks. Our old producer. What do you want to bet it's someone that used to work for this show? Oh, I'm sure. That hates us. Those are the first people on notice. Chunks Corolla, Tommy Bateman, or that Matt Albert. Any one of them. Caps are up. Third period about to start. Two to one. Go Caps. All right. If we put it back up, I'll put a alert out there. And make sure, you know, we keep it up. Attack and uh, keep on putting approvals up. Every drown out radio show shouldn't have a Wikipedia page. 
There'd be no Wikipedia if it weren't for the radio. Mm-hmm. So we go and get all of our information. And then we'd change the Down syndrome page and say they should. <laughs> like dogs. All right, we're out of here. You guys have a fantastic weekend and week. Hideoutheretics.net. Hideoutheretics.net. Uh, otherwise, space.com slash jdubs517. Dump that. Why? And we will see you guys next Saturday night from 6 to 9. Have a good week, my friends. Until next time, we out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. Not interested. I don't. I, 5,000.